0: What is up Marvel fans, it is Monday, you know what that means. It is time once again for the Marvel Roundtable. On this week's edition, we are going to be diving into Phase 4, which yes, is now considered to be part of the Multiverse Saga. As we explore not only the first big Marvel property in MCU for Phase 4, but also the very first Disney Plus show. So strap in as we explore the broken psyche of Wanda as she becomes the Scarlet Witch. And we're going to break down the entire series of WandaVision right here on the Marvel Roundtable. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Marvel Roundtable right here on the Horny Goat YouTube channel, and of course, the Horny Goat Podcasting Network, where you listen to, to us on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Uh, this has been quite a week for Marvel, to say the least, which we'll probably touch on a little tiny bit uh, beforehand, but of course, this is the Marvel Roundtable, where we go in deep dive into every single show and movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You guys know me. I'm Connor, a.k.a. Mr. Marvel 613, and joined with me by my friends, my cohorts, my fellow Horny horny goat crew members who uh for reasons i still don't know apparently i don't pay them enough to have to drag them through watching every single marvel property uh known to existence of course we got the power couple of the horny goat channel we got heather and jp what up fam what's up
1: we are clear of covid thank Thank god
0: we can go see my fucking mother who i've been wanting to see since i got home Wendy keeps asking, so I'm pretty excited about that. I think that's what we're going to do tomorrow.
2: But nice. I'm not
3: going to say too much because I see not one bit of this show. I'm right. just
1: here to listen and and figure out how this ties into anything. And I'll, I'll be here for a little bit. I'm not going to be here all night. It's
0: all good. Just you'll be a note taker. That'll be perfect. Uh, how you feeling, Heather?
1: Taking not no fucking notes? Are you out of your fucking mind?
0: Kidding. trust me, that's my job. How you feeling, Heather? Tired. Okay.
1: She got a nap today.
0: I don't want to hear it. Sometimes I feel like naps do more damage than good they sometimes. They fuck you up more, yeah. Yeah, yep. it's, it's a very weird, it, like... Too some, long
3: or too short, you're so, fucked.
0: So, sometimes, like, you hit that, like, sweet spot, and you're like, oh, man, I'm ready to fucking conquer the world. And sometimes you're like, I instantly regret doing it. want to die. <laughs> yeah, just, just put me back in the ground. I going to die. <laughs> As you can also hear, we got our favorite bear from upstairs, Canadian Basement. What a Basement
3: oh what's, there's two things what's up uh, heather has a mushroom cap for hat
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it on here on the audio version but she's got uh she got the background on discord with the with the mushrooms and it just it's perfectly aligned uh with the top of her head so it's perfect um jp, uh, JP jp's, JP's kind of got the same thing going but it's more like the, yeah, the asian you know the the, the uh, straw hat like raiden from mortal kombat um, in the rice
3: fields i'm surprised jp didn't say you don't want to Wanda. <laughs> God damn it. What?
0: You know, Wanda. You know, Wanda.
3: <laughs> Come on. You're wearing the fucking clothes.
0: Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so, uh, this is going to be a doozy. This one's going to be a big one. I want to sh- give a shout out to everybody joining us in the chat. Uh, we got Real Cody. We got Tim. We got Alpha. And we got, of course, Federico, our usual cohorts and brethren. Thank you guys all for tuning in for this, uh, this edition of the Marvel Roundtable. So, there is um, a lot of upfront notes to talk about, not just in terms of. Um, you know marvel in general but like where we're going with this series and just there's a lot to there's a lot to fucking digest so for those of you who are listening back into us uh we were originally doing this review on july 25th 2022 which just comes off of the heels of the san diego comic-con in which kevin feige basically laid out everything that was planned out uh that is planned out for marvel uh for the next fucking three to four years which is kind of crazy we did talk a lot about this on no bucks given so you guys want to go check out uh no bucks given uh from this past weekend uh it kind of breaks down a little bit more as far as what's been going on so we we kind of sort of know where things are going obviously at the time of this recording phase four is almost done with black panther being the last movie at the end of this year um so just bear with us as far as certain notes and speculations but that means there's actually a light at the end of the tunnel which means we're actually going to be caught up with marvel stuff by the end of the year if my math is if my math is right so Hooray! And if you missed our announcement from the last show, uh, when it comes to the Disney Plus shows, because they're a little longer than the movies, we're going to space that a little bit longer for about like a two-week period out. So just keep your eyes and ears peeled for when the next Marvel Roundtable happens. But keep in mind, you might not see it every single week uh, just because, you know... I want my friends to sleep and actually have lives and to not hate me um, for having to watch all this stuff. But um, this is obviously a, a big step because not only are we you know, coming off of the heels of Avengers Endgame, uh, this is the first Marvel property, not only Phase 4 in 2021, we had no Marvel shit in 2020. And I can't, for the life of me, imagine any particular reason, specifically, worldwide, why we had any Marvel content in, in 2020, what's I I cannot possibly fathom. It was fucking COVID. Yeah. COVID basically halted everything and it's dead stop. And so um the reason I bring this up isn't because of obviously the delay of the Marvel stuff. But more importantly, this also fucked up the order of things. I'm gonna mention this several times when we get to the reviews of some of these earlier phase four things, is that Wandavision, even though Wandavision was the first show that was released it wasn't supposed to be the first thing that came out. The first thing that was supposed to come out was actually Black Widow, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier. WandaVision wasn't supposed to come out until right before Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, now, I know Heather has... Heather, you've, you've seen Doctor Strange, right? No,
1: I haven't. one. No, okay.
0: So, you, yeah. got, you guys are in for a treat. Uh, but I know Basement has. And um, so... Just kind of some fun little beforehand thoughts as far as like the behind the scenes like crazy productions style of stuff. But that being said, the usual go-ho round, the usual uh, you know, come up ins, I'm gonna ask you guys two questions on this one. The first one obviously being generally speaking, what'd you think of the show? And two, and the reason I bring this up is because I mentioned this before before we got into this, uh I watched this as it was released. I watched it on the week-to-week basis as it was released. And so my question to you two guys when you guys are talking about this, goddammit, Basement, <laughs> is, 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 is my question is was this um, was this easier for you guys to absorb and watch all in once or thinking about it like if you tried to watch it week-to-week, do you think it would have been like, you know, Pulling nails.
1: Getting through the first eight episodes was like pulling nails for me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, clear my
1: throat. (laughs) At the end of the day, this is something that probably should not have even been made. The the the, everything that happened in this could have been explained in end, end credit scenes, and you only needed two. Kind
0: of, sort of-ish. So, how come...
1: My question is, how come this wasn't made into a movie?
0: How come it wasn't made into a movie? Yeah. So, if you're looking for the... Are you looking for the creative reason or the business reason? Well, I get the business reason. The creative reason is the only reason I give a shit about. My guess and my understanding for a creative reason is to set up her character change from Endgame to Multiverse of Madness. She could have done that in a two-hour movie.
1: You, yep. you don't even need that. You don't even need that. Just,
0: just a movie in general. Right? No.
1: Everything that happened in this series explaining her character change
0: could have been easily explained in two end credit scenes at 15 seconds apiece. Now, I will say I, that like, I, I'm not disagreeing with Heather. I will also... I um, <laughs> i i sorry I, I will i have to no i was just gonna say that um i also do give marvel a little bit of slack in this because it's their first disney plus show it's the first time they're doing anything like this so it's like yeah on one hand it's definitely not gonna be perfect as we will discuss in a few moments um but yeah this this one didn't just it didn't quite land it for me but but, but basement uh quick overall thoughts about this
3: See the one thing I like, um that we're looking at it like your perspective when you watched it was week to week. Heather's perspective was she could binge it, but she hadn't seen Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. And then I've seen Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness and I could binge it. So we're all coming at it from different angles. Yeah. Um and obviously like certain things have been spoiled. And um for for me I knew most of what was going to happen, at least the big reveals. So it was more looking at like other Parts of the show that might be attractive. I don't think Heather, respectively. I don't think they could have. It, it wouldn't do the character justice to do it in fifteen seconds. Like like small snippets after the fact. There's a bit too much to unravel with the character uh, of Wanda. um Could it be done in a movie? I'd say yes. uh Is it being done as a TV show terrible? I wouldn't say it's not the wrong. It's not the wrong approach. I would agree that the TV show is too long.
1: The The reason I say that is I probably would have watched it had it been a
2: movie.
3: Yeah, I mean, the... if if they did the TV series, but had the TV series run the same length as like a two-and-a-half-hour movie or a two-hour movie, uh, I think it would have been a bit more palatable. But they, they do... At the same time, there's like certain things that they've added that need room to breathe a little bit in this. Now, it's not perfect by any sense but remember guys i like I was in the chat and I was I, I was in the second episode and I'm like I can't fucking want to kill myself <laughs> <laughs> I I've, but you know what I watched mm-hmm. the whole thing and I'll say for phase four this is probably the best thing I've seen it's the only I thing read, in phase four. I, will I will disagree, disagree. No, I, I haven't seen the Eternals
0: oh okay. uh, no, well, uh, no, well. no that's right you have uh, seen Dr. Strange but go ahead.
3: I've seen Dr. Strange I've seen uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and that's there's right. one other thing I've seen that I can't remember right now. Well there's only Black Widow. Black Widow, yeah. I've seen that too. So this all- I think this this I think is actually a bit better than those.
0: So I, I guess looking at it from from this so so like I said, I've seen it week to week. Um I know that Heather, you're not necessarily the biggest fan of this one, but do you think it's it was more it was easier to absorb as a binge? I mean, I think I mentioned this before, like in previous discussions. Like, I feel like you would have just like quit after the
1: second uh, week. Fucking second episode with What's how that? this was handled. If watching it week to week, I would have said, "Fuck you, Marvel! I am done." A hundred percent. I'm with you, Heather, on that one.
3: <laughs> but it's not that digestible as a binge either (laughs) it's in a weird spot where it's there's no real right way to watch it i mean heather probably had the best suggestion watching it three episodes at a time and giving it like time you know between
0: as someone who watched it week to week as it was released i will tell you that it is and this is just my opinion a huge step up as far as the enjoyment level in one sitting and I think because of the it mystery aspect of it, and yeah, the, yeah and, and you're trying to figure shit out, and want, like you're like, what the fuck is going on? Because we're just going right into, you know, the black and white sitcoms, and but you can tell there's a little something off. It's just like, it the fuck, like you you were waiting for like shit to get like some traction going, and I think by the third week, the the, the uh, you know. We finally, you know, the third week is like, oh, okay, it's a little different now. And then the fourth week, it's like, oh, finally, now they're now we're, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get into each episode. So the, th-
3: the thing is for me, like,
0: without having
3: that, I was able to look at it like more from. I kind of know the beats, the story is going to go through to an extent. I don't know when they're going to happen, but I know enough of the spoilers to kind of not be surprised by pretty much anything the show is going to throw at me. But then I get to look at the show as like a whole, and like some of the like themes that they're bringing up and what they're working with more than have to like rely on shock value. So see right. it for like what it was actually written as versus the way that a lot of shows be like, "You're coming back because we showed you a little snippet of something, and everybody in the world can speculate on it."
0: Yeah, which I, I will towards the end I'll mention that that was there was a big there's a big thing on the internet that a lot of people were like certain hints and things were pointing to and then when it didn't live up to that, a lot of people were disappointed, which, I mean, shit, that happens in wrestling when we self-book things and, you know... But that's that's
3: the problem of week-to-week watching for everything, and it it really hurts when certain certain things have, like, a huge following, it can make them or destroy
0: them. Yep. At this point, Marvel's obviously... Oh, a life of its own! But anyway, um, so let's dive into it let's talk about then so bear with us folks because this is obviously my first time of us any reviewing like any series or a season of a series so you know when it comes to the movies obviously i'm kind of going like scene by scene so in this one we're kind of going to go like generally episode by episode especially where the first three kind of are unique in their own right so no context whatsoever no hey like... guys <laughs>
3: hey Hi, jp we're we gonna we're we gonna do uh we're going you said episode to episode but we're gonna do we're gonna finish off one and then move to two you i know you mentioned three we're not gonna do all three at once right That's a
0: little yeah little... we're gonna try and like just takeaways from each episode because i mean we're still trying to figure this kind of part of the review out because I, I there's there is some episodes that are obviously heavier more than others and there's more plot points than others um mm-hmm. especially with this one so just Bear with us if I'm a li- if we're a little all over the place and what we're, we're not the normally super structured. This thing's not very structured at anyway, so that's that's fine. Um, Perfect. First episode filmed before a live studio audience. So newlywed couple Wanda Maximoff and Vision move into the new town of Westview in a black and white 1950 setting. They attempt to blend a dispute. Uh, in, uh, despite Vision being, of course, an Android and Maximoff having telekinesis and reality-warping abilities, one day they notice that there's a heart drawn on their calendar but cannot remember what the occasion is. While Vision goes to his job at Computational Services, Maximoff decides that the heart represents their anniversary. Their neighbor, Agnes, introduces herself to Wanda Maximoff to help, and helps her prepare to celebrate that night. Vision amazes his coworkers with his super speed but is unsure what his company actually does. He, re- he is reminded that the heart represents plans for him and Maximoff to host his boss Mr. Hart and his wife for dinner Maximoff and Vision struggle to hide their abilities while making a last minute dinner while interrogating Maximoff and Vision Mr. Hart chokes on his food and Vision uses his ability to save him in an awkward moment of like bizarre silence all this takes place in the fictional sitcom WandaVision which we see at the end of the episode someone is watching on a television now there's there's a love and hate for this (laughs) for me personally on one hand, there is no fucking context or setup before this. It's like, boom, we're right into the thick of things. And I understand, like, Heather, I can already see her shaking her head. I can understand the frustration on that part. But the other part, I think that the reason this series is so divisive is because of of, of that. It's that it's, it's going in such a radically different direction. Um, and storytelling is like... Well fuck, hold like hold the fuck on. The last time we were we, we saw her, she was talking to Hawkeye at the end of Endgame about like, you know, Black Widow and Vision being dead. Vision's dead. Last time I'm pretty sure Vision fucking died. And then And she was fine with it. And now we're in. I love. We're in. We're in Dick Van Dyke, which, by the way, fun fact not only was this actually uh, filmed in front of a live studio audience, legitimately, but this and the second episode were both had a special executive producer, Dick Van Dyke.
3: God, that man is just doing one arm push up still, I think. Fucking motherfucker. So. I.
0: It, 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 I I don't really know how to feel about this first episode because it's just kind of taking in the fact that like things are different. But the one thing I will say that I kind of did like got me intrigued was that choking scene because you can tell like something. Do you guys ever see the movie Pleasantville? Yep. Yeah. That's
1: exactly the vibes I got from yes. it. Yes. And so yes.
0: that I'm like, all right, you have my intrigue here. Um, really that's kind of the big set is that vision is still himself vision is still the android he still has the power wanda still has her powers so it's not like they're different people it's just the environment is different um plus we also did a good a commercial by the way uh for stark industries toastmates 2000 which we'll talk more about the commercials as we get through uh, each episode um plus that's you had plus you had the, the... this what's that That's one of the things that fucked me up with this, was
1: those fucking commercials. (laughs)
0: Um, And then, uh, of course, seeing that this is taking place on a show and then somebody's watching it, and I I remember seeing the logo of the circle with the sword with it. I knew exactly what that was, but I'm sure a lot of people were still like, oh, there's a government agency watching this on a TV. Like, what the fuck is happening?
3: (laughs) Here's the thing. This... (laughs) Like, it's—this—I wish they kept to the original timeline of what they were releasing things, because this should not be the first product after Endgame after, I guess—yeah, after Endgame, right? This is the first This was
0: legitimately the very first Marvel Studios project that was released after Endgame. Well, Spider-Man Far From Home, but this (laughs) was—yeah.
3: So, the reason I say that is because the expectations are so high and this is such like a left field project, very not reminiscent of a lot of the things Marvel has ever done. Um, and yeah, I think a lot of uh, initial hate for this show comes from that. Like, like, again, I'm coming from a standpoint. I didn't see this at, like at all until two days ago. Three days ago. So, like, I didn't have to look at it saying, oh, my God, it's a letdown or whatever from that. But I do feel like a lot of people felt that way. Um, Two, I hate sitcoms.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just (laughs) real real quick before you get too deep into this, just to, again, kind of – the only reason I reemphasize this point is I feel like part of this is somewhat of a factor when reviewing some of these movies slash shows. Um, the order of original release was supposed to be Black Widow, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Eternals, Shang-Chi, then WandaVision, then Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness.
3: Now, that that being said, like though I just said it shouldn't have been first, and I don't like sitcoms, I've got to applaud them for doing something different for once.
0: I mean, like it's there's Marvel. Too At this point, much... they have...
3: <laughs> they can but, do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, but they don't normally. They've released the same fucking movie over and over <laughs> and over again. So I at least have to give them applause for that. Yeah. I compl- I kept asking myself the whole time watching this show, would I have preferred it the way that they did it? Or would I have preferred it where she was just in a town and eventually things became weirder and weirder weirder in current day that she was in? And I have to think like it like a like a Twin Peaks type thing. I'd have to think I might probably prefer the weird town over the retro changing I, and evolution of things
0: and no knowing where we go with the end of the series I I do have to tip my hat a little bit for for at least trying to go it's
3: very like last minute this is why this is happening yeah. and in a very yeah. small way, which I, I mean, I, I get and I accept. I still would have liked this. The thing for me, I would have loved to see like a weird town shit go on for way longer than what they did. Yeah. But in I this first episode, like they I, did I, the
0: right if the- it Right balance. Uh, I
3: don't. I personally don't like. He's like, oh, one weird thing, one weird thing, and guess what? Here's the truth. Well, what's there's happening. more in
0: the next one, but we'll get. But anyway.
3: Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get there. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. But uh,
0: the first episode,
3: I it's did Dead not Van Dyke like meets I love at all. Lucy. Like just boom yeah. right together. And I didn't watch. I didn't watch the the, the other thing. I want to touch on. Who is this for? <laughs> I, because the fans of Dick Van Dyke and I Love Lucy are like 80 years
0: old. <laughs> I, well, I I like those shows, but, but anyway, that that's me being you, you, you I've also watched you wrestling watch... in the 1950s, so I mean, I'm a weird cat. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like who's it for? I think the I I I think they were just trying to to be a, a vastly different thing and I think that that's really where they were trying to uh I think that's it. I think that they were trying to you know, because they could re- they could have released Falcon and Winter Soldier first, um, but they didn't because Falcon and Winter Soldier was not too long after after WandaVision. But I think that they had, I think they were trying to, and this is just me theorizing. I think they were trying to take advantage of people be like, oh, it's the first big Marvel thing, it's, and and not knowing. I mean, hell, the trailers showed barely anything they basically showed just the three first three episodes and maybe a little bit of the last episode but 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 you really didn't know everything that was going on which is both a positive and a it's it's a plus and a minus as you know like you know like I said Heather obviously not a huge huge fan of the series but let me ask you this Heather just to pivot to you real quick knowing where it goes does that make up for it at all Does, I guess the question is: Do the ends justify the means?
1: Yes and no. I mean, yes. The, way it, was, the <laughs> way it was done, the way it was done, going through the different decades, no. Okay. It's, if she, if they had left it as more, she had taken over this town and kept it current day. If the the ends would have justified the means.
0: Let me let me Three. throw this hypothetical to you, and and I'm I don't want to take up too, too much of the time on one specific episode, but let me let me throw this out to you. Let's say everything stay everything stayed the way it was, but let's say like right before we see the opening credits to Wandavision, the, this first episode, like the opening black and white scene, we see this burst of red e- or burst of the red energy, and then it's that. Be done with that. Yeah. Like uh, um, the the point I'm making is that it would be a subtle but more. I'd also be down hint- with. Actually, I would I would prefer them not do that. Well, I was gonna say it's a subtle hint to what really happened versus just going in blind. Essentially, you know what
3: I mean. I would prefer to go in blind personally. I think I think it would have helped more weight when the reveal does happen.
0: Heather, it's a it, it's a yeah it's a tough call for me. But sorry, Heather.
1: It's, it's difficult because. <laughs> Yes, we know the red burst would be her energy, her powers.
3: Right. Yeah, it's too much of a giveaway in my mind.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, But it's still the issue of... We have the end of Endgame, where she's standing at the end of the lake, telling Hawkeye, they're watching us, they know we're okay, and we know they're okay. To going into this psycho mode. Almost
3: immediately. Yep. I, I would I would say no. There's there's reasons for it, and I mean, how many times have you heard somebody say they're okay when they're not? But um, what I was gonna say for this, and I did read that, like I think it was well, I I might be wrong on this completely, but I did read this that it was Feige's idea to do the like sitcom thing, and I I feel like at some point in time they had the gimmick of the sitcoms. And they tried to make the series work for it. And I'm with you when saying it should have been modern day. And I would have loved it to be like, as the show goes on, uh, there's certain things that stand out as like, what the fuck? Where, what is this weird shit happening? But spread out a bit further. um, Because they kind of blow their load too early in the show. Uh, other, Other than that, the first episode, I guess, is fine it, it it's just not my cup of tea, and this had me questioning whose cup of tea is it because I, I, it's a marvel movie with nineteen fifties and sixties references
0: i think I think they were they were trying to go so far left in terms of like he like you just said it's like you know one of the things that we appreciated at least was that that was different, and so I think that that people had a certain expectation of it and then just go like, like this is radically different from anything else they've done um even to I the point where it hurts the show more than anything I, and, and like watching the well... show i think that the sitcom stuff though it makes
3: it unique it hurts it as an entity more than it helps it as an entity because it makes so many fucking questions
0: yeah it's, and it's... i know
3: they like, give like a very small answer to a massive question
0: now the other thing yeah. to note is just it's for the... that
1: it's the dialogue of the whole sitcom portion of this is just like it is so bad
3: it's so boring for it's, me, man. It's, 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 accurate. it's accurate. It's accurate to but the it's shows. Exactly. That's why we don't watch 1960 shows today. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, very few people watch fucking I Love Lucy today. And if that's the audience they're going for.
0: Now, let, me, let me go outside and play with Jesus my, tried. you know, those, you know, the Amish wheels that they kick with a stick. <laughs> let me go play I'm with go that look outside. Look <laughs> <up. My laughs> wood-made dreidel in the corner. <laughs> I have a yeah. huge homemade dreidel collection. No, I. I mean, it's, it's. I see both points because on one hand, it is it is kind of like it is pulling teeth on one side of it, especially watching it week to week. But um, but I do have to applaud them for at least trying something different from the norm of the standard Marvel MO stuff. Um, I see Bobbitt has joined us as well. Bobbitt, um, you got any initial thoughts on, uh, on the on the first like opening? Like what you thought, like the initial thoughts of WandaVision when you first started watching it?
2: Well, at first I was like, "What in the fuck is going on?" Because uh, I kept saying, "Like, wait a minute, is it Vision dead? <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on here?" And uh, and like as he, you know, ex- you know, went through the episodes, he kind of explained everything, and uh, I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." Because I like the little breadcrumbs that they that they gave us, you know, as a hint of what it of what's actually going on, and. This whole sitcom thing, I agree with y'all. I, I didn't like it either. But until they explain her backstory,
0: I, then I kind of got it. In episode eight, <laughs> the thing is, it, it's uh, if the, we'll get there. I don't want to talk. Yeah, too yeah, much yeah. About the first All right. Episode. Um, let's move on to the second episode. And wh- the other thing I did want to mention, well. I'll talk about when we get to the end. So episode two uh, was Don't Touch That Dial. We've now jumped ahead to the 1960s. with uh, 1960 setting, Maximoff and Vision hear strange noises outside the house. Now things are kind of in more of the I, I Dream of Genie kind of vibe. In fact, the opening sequence is almost very accurate as far as the uh, the I Dream of Genie or Bewitched similar uh, sitcoms. They prepare their magic act for Neighborhood Talent Show. Maximoff and Agnes spend the day uh, with the day shows planning committee uh, led by Dottie and Vision attends a neighborhood watch meeting where he accidentally swallows some chewing gum. Meanwhile, Maximoff befriends another neighbor named Geraldine and notices some more strange things including a yellow and red toy helicopter that remains colored in their black and white world. And while talking to one of the uh, the neighbors, Dottie, she notices that a voice on the radio that seems to be speaking to her that uh, trying to speak out and, and trying to communicate with her uh, as well as a red blood stain on uh, on her dress after accidentally getting Dottie's hand cut from glass, thanks to the gum cottonism internal mechanisms, Vision appears to be intoxicated. The talent show fucking hilarious, I don't give a shit what anybody says, and publicly reveals his abilities, but Maximoff uses her own abilities to make this look like simple magic tricks and fixes Vision by removing the gum. They return home and Maximoff becomes instantly, visibly pregnant, and when they see a strange beekeeper emerging from a manhole in the street, Maximoff seemingly resets their reality to right before the figure appears, and at the end of the episode, the settings change color to show full color as we're now moving into the 1970s. So, so many questions for this one. What's that? I mean, I I
3: have so many questions for this episode. To be Fire honest. away. Uh, so I guess I guess first of all, I came to the realization about twenty minutes in that I'm like, you know what, fuck, I'm just gonna accept the sitcom thing. It's not going anywhere. uh So let me just enjoy it, I guess, for what it is. Yeah, uh, it gets a bit more enjoyable as time goes on because it gets more relatable to me. I wasn't alive in the fucking '60s, so it and I didn't watch the '60s show so it means nothing. Um, but I can I I know enough. I'm echoing. Oh,
0: sorry, it's probably me. One second, we'll fix that.
3: <laughs> uh, other than that, I would say like, there's a bunch of like the gump thing. It leads to a very like, a funny gag, but it's like, why give him a mouth and teeth if he can't eat anything? Like, <laughs> <Well, laughs> fucking it's, robot. Fuck it's, it's the it's <laughs> the
0: it's the simplistic nature of like like one thing when I was reading into this at the time was with Dick Van Dyke being executive producer they, I w- I know. they wanted to
3: mirror i want they wanted to mirror what like the, the funny gags of the shows that
0: yeah they they wanted they yeah. wanted to and and the biggest piece of advice they gave him was to make simple realistic storylines of course with you know fucking you know a cosmic level of being in and an android who's supposed to be dead nailed it
3: um it, i think it was just more in line with like they're presenting this is being presented as a nineteen sixties thing. You're not gonna see like an in depth look at his body. It's gonna be gears and fucking motors and shit like that 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 make him work. Uh, I, that's a very small nitpick. Um, the pregnancy thing, and this goes on to like the Doctor Strange movie.
0: What the fuck? <laughs> never so, makes sense it, it still make, doesn't make sense to me well no no I, i'll well i'll explain what we, i'll explain in a second but um i'll throw it to bob at this time for for the second episode i mean bob it we're in the, the second episode now we're in the 60s and a lot of craziness happening would you any i mean same thoughts from the first episode or anything different it's exactly the same thoughts
2: as the first episode i was you know I thought it was weird that that you know this whole, so far in the series, everything has been black and white all of a sudden we see color. I'm like, okay, this is something important, and uh it just uh, it's a pretty good episode, like the beekeeper thing threw me off, and uh i I wasn't like you Connor. I didn't recognize that logo on the back until you know obviously it got explained, but uh. <laughs> It was a, I thought it was a pretty good episode like I'm I like I'm
0: not huge into the 60s shit but right eh, it was all right. All right. Uh Heather's still on the same track right you know you said that, like the second episode you're like oh my god don't tell me this is all I was I was I was fucking dying trying to make it through this episode. I
1: mean come on he's can a I, fucking can just, robot. Can I just,
0: can, gum? Can I can I just reemphasize that I really appreciate you guys doing this round table for me. <laughs>
1: I, he swallows gum. Enjoy, he I acting enjoy acting it. like he's drunk. And then she has to sit there and fumble her way around through this magic act. And then the meeting with Dottie, it's just like, oh, God.
0: No. So, so no. To, to me, this is when you start to play, not you specifically, Heather, but I mean, like the audience member, whoever's watching it. This is when we start to play detective because mm-hmm. this is where we're starting to see... Similarities and things that just more things are off in this episode than there were in the first one the first one seemed relatively seamless right with the exception of of course Mr. Hart choking and there was just like this dead silent moment and just things were very awkward um even with like the, the the somebody watching it on tv and stuff it was relatively seen but now there seems to be more disruptions in terms of the the radio with somebody trying to contact wanda um the the reset with the beekeeper the the helicopter crashing <laughs> things are a little bit definitely more off in fact there was a moment when Dottie's is like why are you here and she's like i don't mean to hurt you he goes i don't believe you and then all of a sudden like snapped back out of it um Now the pregnancy thing,
3: like you know the the helicopter that like ends up crashing in her fucking front lawn or whatever it is. Like you know you know the the drone turned helicopter. Yeah. At first I was like, okay, so anything that gets sent in is if it's modern, it turns color. Is that correct? I mean, because I don't think it makes sense no more. There, there's a lot of
0: there's a lot of loopholes as far as specifics when it comes to what we get to the end part um i mean I visually i loved it yeah i think but it's more i just was a visual representation like... of like not everything's as seamless and perfect as it as we're, as what we're watching right now
3: i i think it was like to highlight that yeah highlight yeah. that fact to the audience that this doesn't belong here and kind of lead them which i I loved if it. it had a bit more explanation as to like mm-hmm. when color was shown until that, because eventually like the whole place turns color, but like right. I would have loved to see the black and white go on a little bit longer and have the color have a meaning, a more symbolic meaning. This is why I like the the, the weird town thing I love. I just don't think they explored it to its extent.
0: No, they did not. Now, um, two things to to note. The first is we get another weird commercial. Mm-hmm. Now, when you guys saw the commercial for Stark Industry Toast made and by the way, I forgot to also mention that when they actually turned the toaster on, I don't know if you guys caught this, but it's the arc reactor noise.
3: Yes, shit, I did not catch that.
0: Yep. So when you, and the you, awkward silence of just standing there.
3: Yep. I mean, it sounded like a fucking yeah. It sounded pretty yep. fucking loud for a toaster. Um,
0: but <laughs> did you did you guys have your eyebrows raised? You're like, okay, like this something. This is weird.
3: Well, I mean throughout the, oh, I the show. They were
0: both weird. So in the second episode we got a commercial for Strucker watches.
3: Hydra Incorporated.
0: If you look closely on the <laughs> watch, you can see the Hydra logo. Uh very clear. And of course Strucker being referred to Baron von Strucker from Age of Ultron, who was the Lead scientist at Hydra, who is like, "We're never gonna surrender." I'm going to surrender. Um, so I actually
3: really like the ads.
0: And <laughs> the ads are actually kind of. I, uh, I think the ads are a fun little like. I mean, if, if I'm
3: buying into them, going through sitcoms, age and age, I guess I had to, or else I would have been like, "I can't watch the show." I had to get to the point where I'm like, "I'm gonna accept it," and then I kind of liked
0: what it was presenting. I think the uh, what do you call it? The I think. The, I love- the commercials were more just like for like super nerds like me to be like, oh, Easter egg. <laughs> I, I
2: want to like point him. out that fucking Tony Star that, that Stark toaster can somehow make a meatloaf. I, I, I don't know how.
0: Oh, yeah. He's making like weird, ridiculous shit. That's right. But I mean, hey, if you have a fucking arc Stark's reactor, to your toaster.
3: Do you remember fucking Stark's suit from Endgame?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That shit could have done anything. I mean, yep. I mean, it did make meatloaf at the end of Endgame. <laughs> God, I will do it. That <laughs> joke was in poor taste, just like Tony's. Yeah, I know. Anyway, um, so oh, and the pregnancy thing. So this is when this is when people started to get a little fucking crazy with it because a lot of people were assuming that you know they had a little bit of incl- uh, inclination as far as where it might be going. But with the pregnancy, a lot of people were assuming that, that Marvel was doing their own version of a very popular comic known as House of M, which um, I'm not sure if you guys have heard about this. But basically in House of M, Wanda becomes such a powerful being that she basically creates her own pocket reality where she kills literally half of all the Marvel heroes. Um, and in that, in that world, she has two children. So it it started to seem to fit like, oh, maybe they're doing their own version of House of N, which they sort of-ish do. A lot of ish we'll, do people are also screaming Mephisto, so that we'll get Oh, to my, that god. End, we'll get oh to, my god. Oh my god. I to,
3: read the showrunner didn't even know who that was. Or the 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 writer for the show. Yeah, was we'll, like we'll when get I get asked I didn't know who that was. Like, yep, we'll, how are you writing for a property you know nothing about? Welcome to WWE Raw. Seriously.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who's the champion? Anyway, uh, episode three is now in color. So now we're in the 1970 setting, completely in color. Dr. Nielsen says that Wanda Maximoff is now four months pregnant, but everything is fine before leaving for an intended holiday with his wife. While Vision sees Nielsen out, he sees his neighbor Herb unknowingly cut through their wall. Almost like not really... You know, kind of almost out of it completely. Maximoff and Vision paint a nursery while debating what to name their child before Maximoff's pregnancy elevates immediately to six months. When she begins her contractions, her abilities begin to move things in the house and eventually shut down the entire town's power. Geraldine arrives and helps Maximoff deliver... Not one, but two baby boys, Billy and Tommy. Vision catches Agnes and Herb gossiping outside, and they're talking about Geraldine, who apparently has just arrived in town and does not have a home or family. Inside, Wanda interrogates Geraldine after Geraldine reveals that she knows that Ultron killed Maximoff's twin brother, Pietro. Maximoff notices that Geraldine is wearing a pendant with a sword emblem on it, much similar to what she saw with the helicopter that landed in the last episode. When Vision returns back inside, Geraldine is gone, but outside of Westview, Geraldine emerges through a wall of static and surrounded by agents of S.W.O.R.D. So, holy shit.
3: Yes, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) I actually love the idea of like – because she's going – this this is where the pregnancy is fucked up for me because I have to assume she's going through real pregnancy uh,
1: even though she's not. She <laughs> fuck a robot.
0: How the fuck did she get pregnant? <laughs> when a yeah. robot and a woman love each other very much, she puts new batteries in him and uh, that's a Well,
3: Well, she, she just made herself pregnant to birth – unreal people, but like the idea of like if it was a real pregnancy and all the like she's trying to uphold this fucking mirage, it, things would go haywire. And that's kind of I like that that play when they played on that in the episode where it's like I think my water broke and everything rains and the whole house fucking floods and shit like that. And it's a, a neat way to show that she's actually controlling the universe before you know it. I dislike massively that uh rambo is our point of contact with the outside world
0: well yeah she doesn't
1: really know it though because she when she touched the wall it it sucked her in and then wiped her memory i just feel like on a
3: storytelling basis especially with where this show goes and it kind of does one of its elites a bit dirty um there, there's something that we get to later on, and I kind of have to talk about it now because it's in relation to this, where mm-hmm. Vision is forcing himself out of the barrier and is falling apart. That is much more... There's much more weight to that as being the audience's point of contact with the outside than Monica Rambo being thrown out of the fucking square octagon or whatever the I, fuck it is. I, I think
0: that, like... It's the the order of everything is so all over the place, but it, you know they're trying to they're trying to make it as mystery as much as possible and piece things together as much as possible.
3: It's, it's, they, they give the mystery away too early, for for me because well, as soon as the mystery is given away, the sitcom shit means absolutely nothing and goes on for way too long.
0: I think they give away a good chunk of it where the sitcom stuff doesn't mean as much, but you still don't know you still don't know absolutely everything. Until literally the end of the eighth episode, um, which I mean, I just I personally
3: feel like
0: the I better mind, reveal
3: would mind. be the Vision reveal because he gets sucked back. He's our, he's really the guy that starts to notice shit, M- and he yeah. instead of because like, Rambo doesn't like it. Uh,
0: for as much as because like, character we, is
3: fucking bullshit at the end of this,
0: <laughs> I didn't I didn't mind Maria as much. I'll be I, I'll get to a part about her later on. I didn't mind. I, Maria. I agree with that part for sure. <laughs> I, I I don't mind Maria as much to be honest with you as the initial because it's. I don't. I just didn't mind it as much, to be honest with you, because I didn't see her as like an integral focal part. Other than like you have this question mark of a mystery of what the hell's going on, you have to kind of, you have to sort of establish good and bad. You know what I mean? And so it's like where Wanda. Let's face it, Wanda's in the gray. As far as no, oh, Wanda is terrible
3: <laughs> in this whole series. She is literally terrible. I mean, like the way the way I looked at this is, I I love a lot of the elements that they have going on here i just hate the order in which they present them like i Mm -hmm. said before i would have loved this mystery to go on longer because as soon as you take it away the show loses a lot of value it loses like half of what it's dedicated to which is the mystery and is the sitcom shit goes out the window in episode four for me that's what happened for sure and I know there's a little bit of like, oh, who's doing this and who's doing that, but it's less interesting. It just becomes less interesting because of this. If it was vision, he starts to fall apart. All he, all we do as an audience is we see the outside world of outside where he's going, and then he gets sucked back in, and that's it. We don't well, get this the, larger
1: only can, the only way he can live is inside of that bubble.
3: But wouldn't that's it why. be? wouldn't it be like more impactful to the audience watching to see that before they saw Monica Rambeau get thrown out or Maria Rambeau, to the fuck her names get thrown out and then her backstory and then everything that's happening on the outside. I hated a lot of the shit that was happening on the outside. It was waste.
1: For I don't part. think so because with that, this gives us the first taste of the chaos of everybody coming back from the blip. Yeah. I, I
3: get that, but that could have happened at episode six or seven. We'll get to that And margin. still have the same and, and still have the same weight.
0: So Heather, I know you said that episode two you were done. Did episode three change anything for you?
1: Not really. I mean, it it made it better because of the fact that yes, now we're in color and we're getting more of the outside world. But again, I was still struggling to watch this. I mean, they're arguing over the more American name of Billy or Tommy. It's like. Do you not realize that Billy is short for William, and therefore it is the most fucking American name you could fucking think of? Right. Oh my God. I mean, I,
3: I, just like, at a certain point, I give up about those details, because there's no point. And, I mean, I don't really care about what they well, call it, them. It's, it's comic, the it's comic, comic calm, right?
0: It's, it's comic all accurate.
3: Yeah, because they turn into, like, Young Justice or some shit. Wicked and point. Speed,
0: yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Um... I I didn't mind it too much, especially where if if I don't know if this is just me, but I noticed there was more off putting moments per episode. Yeah. So now there's yeah. so to me it was either gonna be you're gonna you're gonna knock down the wall and we're gonna see what is actually happening or get a better idea generally speaking of what's actually happening, and or everything's gonna collapse in the next step or most things are gonna collapse in the next episode, which not quite, but we we'll, we'll get to that point. We'll get to that point. Um, oh, and the commercial we saw for this one was Hydra-soak bath powder, which, of course, is what uh, the mind control stuff that Hydra has been known to use in the past.
3: Um, before you go on, I do want to say, like, I actually, like, I'm looking at it retrospectively from the entire series and where I would have placed things. Yep. I enjoyed this episode. I did. Um, I, I Like I said before, I like the use of how they showed the pregnancy and everything, and it, it like, very... Much hinting to the world that she created, and I did enjoy her um, one-on-one with Rambo, where she's like, she kind of shows her true colors there because she fucking we don't get to see it, but like when she turns around and she's like, why did you see that? How yeah. do you know what to say Is like, okay, you know I about
1: Alton, Yeah,
3: that that's a nice little uh, thing. Bobbit was about to say something a long time ago, and he was caught
2: up by me. Hmm. Uh no 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 I was just laughing at that uh, commercial but uh when uh uh that uh, chick mentioned uh uh Pietro I'm like how the fuck does she know that because you know obviously I'm stupid and I didn't catch on until after it goes explained <laughs> I was like how the fuck does she know that
0: we get there um so episode four. Pivots completely into a different direction and actually starts to catch us up on actually what's really going or at least somewhat going on in the outside world. So we find out that, of course, Geraldine is none other than Captain Monica Rambeau, an agent of SWORD, returning to her life following the blip to find her mother Maria has unfortunately died of cancer. Before we get into any further of this, I gotta say that this was one of creatively and as far as getting into a character or something like this... I kind of really liked that. I hate saying that, like, right. oh, I woke up to find my mother dead. But the point of it is is that – and we've I've talked about this numerous times with you guys before. Effects of the blip very much intrigue me, and I think that this was a interesting little tidbit because, yeah, we, we get to finally see a little bit of, like, oh, shit. This is what happens when people came back, and uh, fuck working in that hospital at that point. Can you imagine –
3: You know what, it's literally the most intriguing thing about Marvel after Endgame, in my honest opinion, and and they've tapped it a little bit. They tapped it here, and I loved it. Uh, I mean, obviously, like, uh, I joked around. (laughs) Say, what if people, like, come back and they're occupying the same space as somebody else? What happens then? Shut up, move on. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> is no, what happens. It, then. it had some weight to it that I I, I kind of appreciated per- personally speaking. Yeah,
3: um, I absolutely love this scene. Um, and you we you and me have talked and everybody here has talked about the blip and how exciting it could be if it was incorporated. This is this is that for me. It gave me a good dose of what I needed to continue. Uh, it, th- this was a struggle. This was like the show was a struggle. I love. I actually really liked the show. It's just like ugh, man struggle. Getting with to it. this point was
1: the fight though. <laughs> That's the problem.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So three weeks later from this, Maria of course returns to work and is sent by acting director Tyler Hayward to help FBI agent and everyone's favorite for Man Man and the Wasp, Agent Jimmy Woo, who has mastered the card trick. Um, <laughs> I love Jimmy Wu. I cannot stress my love for Jimmy Woo in this series. Um he he yeah. he is he is up there as far as my top like probably top three favorite characters of this entire show. I'm not I'm not kidding he's um, such a like caricature to like, he, he doesn't he even try it, to I act like it. a normal person he's and I'm like fuck yes beautiful like goofy stupid innocence, innocence to him, him? Just, yeah, yeah it just, it's just it's it's great it's great yeah. I love it so anyway um, he's trying to he, he uh, Maria's partnered up with Jimmy Woo to uh, start with a missing person's case in Westview they discover a, hexag- a hexagonal static CMBR field surrounding the town which Ram- uh, Rambo is accidentally pulled into within 24 Four hours Sword establishes a base around the town and sends uh, sends in drones and an agent in to investigate. Of course, we are also reunited with Doctor Darcy Lewis from the Thor movies. Uh, she studies the phenomenon and discovers broadcast signals for the sitcom One Division, hence how they're able to see the first three episodes. They use this to observe the events inside the town, learning that the real residents have been cast in the sitcom and seeing Rambo appear as Geraldine. Lewis and Wu unsuccessfully attempt to use the radio to contact Maximoff. When Rambo mentions Ultron, Maximoff casts her out of the town. Maximoff then temporarily uh, rebuilds everything and, and of course, looks over and sees Vision uh, appear as he did when he died before settling back into her sitcom life with him. I'm going to take a guess, Heather, and say this is the part of the series where things kind of turn around a little bit for you. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I figured. Because now we're getting a bit of a bigger picture.
1: Because the, the scene where you have the neighbor sitting there trying to cut the wall with the hedge clippers, and it's, oh, it seems like you Her- he cut a little too far. And oh, the doctor's were saying nobody really ever escapes this town. Yeah, was his name Herbert name or Sherbert? Sher- Sher- <laughs> yeah, I can't remember his name. But it's Herbert or Sherbert? <laughs> Sher- <laughs> Sher- <laughs> this, this is where it started picking up for me, but I still wasn't. You know, like, okay, I can continue watching this just yet.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: I mean, as it is... Like, okay, so,
3: like, instead of the way I would reorder this later on, um, I actually, like, as soon as I bought into the idea of what they were telling me, I kind of enjoyed everything else that came after it. And as soon as I bought into, like, the sitcom thing, I love the fact that, like, they throw something in there and it gets to the, the era of where they are. And they kind of use that trope, or that trick, I guess, or trope, very well the trope, um, yeah. as they, oh, they, as the they move trick on. That Jimmy, used. Jimmy Woo just fucking makes me wet. I'm just not going to lie.
0: He just puts a <laughs> smile on my face every time he's on the <laughs> camera. It just...
3: uh, the one thing, uh, and I think, are, are we at the point where, um, I can't remember, is this where uh, Kat Denning shows up or no?
0: Yes. Yeah. She, what here. is her character's name? Dr. Darcy Lewis. Okay, good, because I called her cat Denning's throat this entire thing <laughs> 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 understandable
3: like um, uh, like I said before I, I like the stuff on the the stuff on the outside it's if it wasn't for Jimmy Woo, it wouldn't intrigue me as much cat Denning's like i've I've said this before I didn't really like care for Thor, and I don't really care for her in this. I get what she's there for, and some people she's your cup of tea she she doesn't do it for me, I don't find her funny, I don't find her anything.
0: But, you know, there, there's a couple of little like clever quips and uh, shout out to Frank from the Harsh Truth Podcast. Also joining us in the chat. What up, Frank? Um, I didn't mind her too much. I mean, I, I liked her as a bit of a. I feel like there, there was you had the three people with Darcy, um, Maria and Jimmy Wu, right? Darcy was the extreme sarcastic one. Jimmy was the very literal one and Maria was kind of in the middle.
1: Yeah. yeah. So there was
0: a balancing act with the three of them.
3: The most obvious bad guy in the world that was just
0: bad. I mean, with Tyler Hayward, you knew he was a dick from day one.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, the right person got the job. Except you're a piece of shit. And what realm was he? The right she was around this guy beforehand. (laughs) Unless he just turned to shit in five years, which is possible. Tyler, I'm just kidding. Um, Uh, What's wrong with that?
0: But I don't know about you, but I kind of. I also did like the idea of again little. Little shit uh, that they plant things for. Um, this one specifically, when when like Wanda, you know, rebuilds the wall after shooting Maria out, and then she looks over and visions like Gray with the head crushed in, and she's ah. I oh, I, lo- I
3: I love that. That happens a couple times in this. It's fucking incredible. I, to be honest, I mean, I want to say this right now because it'll probably be said later a lot. Uh, the two leads, which is Paul Bettany and uh, Elizabeth. Olsen is her full name? Fucking inc- they're actually very fucking good in this. They are excellent, actually, in this show.
0: Yeah, I, I, I specifically, I mean, not that I'm like trying to undermine anybody else, but for me personally, Paul Bettany fucking crushed this. Paul
3: Bettany, Paul Bettany does crushed kill it. I this. mean, Elizabeth Olsen, she, she doesn't. She has a bit less to work with, I there guess, in a terms lot of, of good like actors
0: and just... actresses in this show. To be honest with you.
3: I feel like Paul Bettany has the most to work with until the last couple of episodes where he just fucking vanishes. Um, yeah. but, but but before that, he's killing it. And even at the end, he kills it. And at parts, he kills it. I, they, they're both excellent. And I fucking... Uh, I, I Catherine Heat What's Catherine her name? Fucking name? Yeah, yeah. She, she is... She I'm is her me. the way she is uh, in other
1: things, but she's great. She's still. a treasure. Um, yeah. yeah. The oh, character yeah. she was playing, until it's revealed as to who she actually is, fit for what they needed. I mean,
3: she's casted perfectly.
0: Yes. Yep. yep. Uh, Bob, what would you think of this fourth episode, now that we're kind of like getting an idea of, like, Sword and, and and where things are headed from there?
2: Well, this was the... Oh, okay. This, okay. Now I know what's going on moment uh, for me in this, in this show, because, like I said, up until this point... I had no idea what the fuck was going on. And then after everything got explained, I'm like, oh, okay. Now I. That's when I started liking the show a lot more because, you know, now I could continue, you know, knowing what's actually behind the scenes.
0: Right. Right. By the way, I also. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Bobby.
2: Oh, no. I was done.
0: Okay. Um I also wanted to just point out that I didn't realize this until I was looking in the notes and getting everything together. Uh and I forgot about this when I was watching it. I I do like the idea that um the episodes are named after like sitcom staples or like TV show staples. Just cute little side note I just I personally enjoyed. Um but we're now on episode 5 uh, on a very special episode. So this is where we're actually starting to see a split between What's going on in the in the in the Wand Division reality, and also what's going on with Sword and the agents on the outside? So it's kind of splitting the difference. Um, so it's now set in the early. Um it's the, in, in 1980s, early 1990s settings, where uh, Maximoff and Vision are struggling to keep Billy and Tommy from crying. Agnes comes in and offers to help look after the boys, but Vision questions her behavior. Uh, he and Maximoff are interrupted um, when Billy and Tommy suddenly, randomly age themselves up to five years old. Uh, when a dog suddenly appears at their house, the boys ask to keep it, and Agnes suggests the name. It's Sparky. Maximoff almost reveals her abilities to Agnes concerning Vision, while the boy age up again to 10 years old meanwhile at work vision reads an email from sword that reveals the situation in Westview he then uses his abilities to break through to a real Westview resident and learns that Maximoff is controlling the town sword sends in a drone from the 1980s into Westview which of course causes Sparky to run off but Hayward orders the drones to be or drone to be used to kill Wanda but she actually emerges from the barrier with it and warns Hayward to leave her alone Agnes finds Sparky, of course, dead, and then Vision confronts Maximoff about her actions. But they are interrupted when Pietro arrives. And while watching the broadcast, Darcy notes that Pietro has now been recast.ed This that was my favorite line in that whole episode. She recast Pietro. Yep. This episode, out of the entire series, was several jaw dropping moments for me. Um, obviously, um, this also not only like continued stuff on, I, I thought we we're going to get more answers, but fuck, I got more questions. And the biggest two things that were kind of like, whoa, moments for me was one, Wanda actually leaving the hex or the, the Westview anomaly, as they're calling it, um, which really just paints her to be the villain. And then on oh, top God, of that... There's a
3: line that happens when she leaves. She's like, I'm not the one with the guns. I'm like,
1: <laughs> what? And you you don't fucking guns.
3: First of all, you have a thousand plus people enslaved in a fucking a hexagon. You're not the right person she to not reali- think. I
0: don't know if she realized it or not, though. That's debatable, but... I mean, she was. I, I, she was. I, kinda, I'm she I hate but, the fact I'm, but I'm curious of whether or not <laughs> was very, she was realizing yeah. she was, but we'll get to that in a second.
3: I, I don't think she fully did, but still, it's like... Okay, uh, that, 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 that problem exists throughout the series.
0: Yep, yeah, That, the fight scene, or the argument between Wanda and Vision was... fucking uh, so good. This is the, um... Because
3: you got to keep in mind, I watched this as a binge, and it kind of all melds together. Yep. Uh, this specific fight scene, was the fight – is it the, the talk about um, she just asked to reset her lines or whatever with uh Yes. Magnus? It mean, was, okay. was the
0: same episode, but before – yeah.
3: Okay. okay. That's the one you're referring to, though, right? Because there's another one that happened. That I don't think it's in this episode.
0: No, no. It's the one where they're, where they're floating in the air, and he's like, what's oh. outside of Westview? yeah
3: oh that so uh, i was thinking of uh like like, you don't you don't want
0: he's like what's outside of westview she's like i don't want you you don't want to know i promise you and he goes you don't get to decide that for me
3: yeah well i mean this wouldn't have been it wouldn't have the weight of the the scene I, i love the actual scene where he's in the kitchen with the dog and
0: they're all discussing this and this happens before that right it's the it's the end part so like He comes back at the end and says, like, it's 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 not it's very unusual to get a dog and bury it in the same day. And no, no,
3: no, no. like when when the dog is in the uh, fucking sink and they're cleaning it and he comes out and he's like he's talking to her and he gets, gets like visibly confused as to what the fuck is going on.
0: Yes. And then the end of that episode, he, you know, he's like he's like, you can't. I, he goes. I free norm. I free normed of his of of his control of of your control over him, and you know. you, oh, can't, yeah. you can't control exactly. this anymore. Exactly. And she and goes, "Can't I?" And then but, she rolls uh, the credits, and then they run. They go out into the living room and they argue with each other, which was that, just.
3: That was my favorite <sighs> scene in <this>. so <laughs> the, Like Paul Bettany is absolutely incredible in this and show. Then, I mean Elizabeth Olsen is. And then
0: insane, on top of all that but... shit, fucking Quicksilver's back, Pietro. And of course it's the other
1: silver it's not the one from Secrovia. Of
0: course it's, they get
3: Evan Peters to come back. Of
0: course they do.
3: Well they got all the money in the world. So of course <laughs> But like I, I would I I kinda hate where they go with this. Oh, it was it, a big fucking
0: to... troll job. Let's let's just do yeah, So uh, for those of you who don't know what we're referring to, um by this time Disney had officially acquired Fox Studios, which gave them, of course, the rights back to many other Marvel franchises uh, for films that they didn't have previously when they started the MCU, specifically Deadpool, Fantastic Four, and the X-Men. In the X-Men that Fox produced, the Fox Studios produced, their version of the X-Men, uh, they did have Quicksilver, which is Pietro Maximoff, um, played by Evan Peters in like Days of Future Past and, and all the other ones. And so when he shows up in this show as Pietro... Your, I don't give a shit. Yours, truly, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. They're gonna go like what?
3: I, I, That's the one thing I wasn't spoiled on.
0: <laughs> to be honest, please
3: stand up. And on. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh shit. Uh, but but still, like, I mean, there's, I don't. This this was like another. Like, I don't want to get. It happened already. Like you know when they show her look at um. Uh, vision and it, it, it shows his like deflated head from him being dead. Yeah. I, this is why I almost kind of wish they went with the idea and like committed to the idea of like she getting body. his body back and that because it has much more, like,
0: it's Link much more fucked it. up to be honest. <laughs> it, it, it is, and you know, yeah, and, and you know, it's funny. I mean, at this point, it's it's heavily assumed between um between the 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 vision lack of a better word uh and that fight where he says i can't remember my life before westview i'm scared and it's just like ooh like, yeah, like
3: vision is like is it they so fucked up what
0: happens to, in the show, um, to but, be honest but, um heather I, I, your your thoughts on the i mean this was a heavy episode i, I don't know it, this was, but-
1: this was the episode where it reveals that Everybody she has encapsulated in this town is actually feeling her grief and her pain.
0: Yeah, and this is, this is the feel them we're absolutely, of...
1: completely terrified.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. This. Is, so for me, that
1: that was this was the moment where it's like, now I get it. Now I can understand and like this show.
3: Yeah, she's a monster, and it's even like added on uh is this the time that, like just like my i can't fuck i'm gonna i'm gonna like mix up the timeline when this happens but like it's also revealed that like people are forcibly not able to see their kids keeping their kids in rooms and stuff and i remember they're like why aren't there any kids here and all of a sudden there's yes, kids here this is this the halloween yeah. one right
0: because he's floating and he's like there's a yeah. playground i pass by it every day to work why are there no other children in westview and that is so fucked
3: i, I get it like she she wants to keep like they're part of westview but she wants to like keep them locked up yeah. to keep them safe i guess but it's so like it's she is such a fucking villain in this show that Ooh. nobody will ever convince me otherwise i which, don't care and, like is... at the end she is still 1000 percent a villain
0: yeah i mean which which is interesting because obviously the scarlet witch care well wanda uh in the scarlet witch character is that they, they, she is very de- decisive uh, divisive in, in that sense in the sense of like She's been an X-Men. She's been a Avenger, but she's also been a villain. Uh a very fucking powerful villain of that too. Um Bobbit, your thoughts on, on this one? This was uh this is a pretty fucking heavy episode.
2: Oh yeah, like I really enjoyed this episode and uh and like uh leading up to their fight, I love how like throughout the whole series so far, anytime Vision's brought up Hey, uh, you know this doesn't make sense. All of a sudden, the fucking you know screen will just reset, and all of a sudden he'll just forget everything. I like I like that little detail too. Like like you know she's trying to
0: get him to forget that shit. It did He's push the narrative. It, to me. it did push the narrative yeah. enough without giving away every single thing. To so I I think that that was a smart move in the sense of like. You're giving away just enough to kind of carry the audience a little bit longer, and then obviously we're gonna get the you know the 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 blow off in episode eight, and then all. You, you know the
3: next- when that happened in the first or second episode, I was like, did I fucking miss something? <laughs> <laughs> I had to look at um, the the timeline of Disney Plus to be like, what? Because <laughs> it just skipped back. It did- <laughs> yep. Didn't do any rewinds out it just skipped back. Oh, you meant you great. we were watching
0: the stream like did I just glitch something? Yeah, yeah, yeah did I yeah, did yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It fucked me up. Man. Um by the way, uh the whoops, I just had my notes here. Um this episode featured a commercial for Lagos Paper Towels. Did anybody catch that reference? I did. I did not. Lagos was the city where Uh-oh. uh Wanda Wanda killed crossbones at the beginning of civil war.
3: Oh yeah, I'm never gonna remember
0: that. Oh. Yep. So uh, another thing too. Um, it was also like blood, like
3: fucking liquid that they were sucking up with it those towels. Like
0: it was something like they there was a there was a, a tagline for it that says like when you want to fix your problems, so, something along like fixing problems or like or like that you didn't cause or like accidents happen or some shit like that. Where it's like I think it was accidents happen or yeah, something, something along. was like wow, fucking shit hit on the nose on that one so moving on to episode 6 we get to all a new Halloween spooktacular um, in, a, in a, a late 1990s early 2000s settings Maximoff wants to spend Tommy and Billy's first Halloween together as a family but vision tells her that he's going on patrol to, to patrol the streets with a neighborhood watch Pietro offers to step in as the father figure and takes the boys trick or treating of course all in very comic accurate outfits which I thought was a little bit funny causing mischief with his super speed which Tommy is revealed to have inherited again Tommy and the comics eventually becomes Speed, which is one of the Young Avengers. Meanwhile, Vision explores further away from their house and finds resident of Westview standing frozen in their positions, including Agnes. Vision's able to speak to Agnes' real self, and she tells him that he is dead. Outside of Westview, Hayward orders Maria Rambeau, uh, Darcy Lewis, and Jimmy Woo to leave the base for disagreeing with his decision to attack Wanda, but they instead sneak inside and hack into his computer to discover that he's been tracking Vision's vibranium signature inside of the Westview Anomaly Vision tries to push through the static wall but he begins to disintegrate Billy senses this and tells Wanda who then expands the hexagonal static wall Vision, Lewis and several SWORD agents are now enveloped by the new boundary again just when you think shit can't hit the fan (laughs) you know what
3: this reminds me of remember the episode of Rick and Morty (laughs) where they go to the (laughs) my man
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah like, the, I know what you're talking about, the, Yeah, yeah. The, the bigger it gets, the more fucked up it gets because you can't maintain it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, but um, other, other than that, I mean, uh, this is never. There's a line that I think was the, the episode before Rambo says where it's like, she's, like, He's, she's enslaved thousands. It could have been more. Stop fucking making excuses. She's terrible. Like,. <laughs> I don't know why, like, this is why I, I severely dislike Rambo's character. Well, if you have this. someone
0: who has the powers of Wanda, right, do you really think the smartest thing to do is to continue to piss her off? No, but treat her like she's the good guy. No. Well, they didn't know how She understands the
1: grief that Monica's going through because she just lost her mother and she's only, she wasn't there when her mother died. So she's dealing with that grief. On
0: top of
1: with the grief of vision, losing vision.
0: On top of that, think of what Maria has uh, experienced with superhero, you know, superhero beings in Captain Marvel. I know Baseman didn't see it, but you know, she was introduced to like unknown people and wants to give them the benefit of the doubt before assuming because scrolls were considered that way to be the bad guy, and then once she actually got to know them, they turned out to be actually good people. So it's probably I mean, just the writings
3: a- on the wall here. <laughs> Like she enslaved a bunch of people for fucking months. Like like no
0: nope. she she killed
3: them all instead. So Yeah, th- but that doesn't justify what you did. A couple <laughs> things to note. So, is- I could have shot you, but I just broke your legs. Couple things so note, I'm a good guy.
0: A couple things to note. I do love the um, the Malcolm in the Middle reference as far as the intro. Um
1: Yeah, that was great.
0: I do like um Then they go right into Modern Family yeah they were uh, in the, the, modern the family next, one, the next yeah. one so um the the creepiness of of what basement said of a vision kind of exploring everything and then seeing that like how like there's less activity and people are just frozen in spot uh in space it is haunting and it's and it's really yeah
3: he sees that yeah. woman putting up clothes pins and it's just like a tear going down her face yep. yeah um, like,
0: she is terrible Hey, 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 basically everyone except for Jimmy Woo in Sword sucks. Um, every single one of them. Uh, <laughs> but well, he's FBI. he's FBI. He's not in sword. But, but, Or okay, but FBI. Even okay, I guess so everybody but sucks. Rambo
3: in Sword sucks. So, even though I fucking hate her too.
0: Just, I I don't understand this. But like, I don't understand why Hayward would say like take the. Sh-. I don't know. Just it, that that doesn't.
3: It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. No.
0: Um, but I also it, do it's like, the like fact that. Like you now. We know have Superman
3: can't be hurt. So yeah. take the shot.
0: Yep, take the shot. <laughs> um, I do like the idea that it's kind of like, oh, he's he's not just doing this for one reason; he's doing this for you know a sneaky personal, selfish reason. Um, and again, like Basement mentioned, the scene where Vision's pushing himself—fucking Paul Bettany <laughs> once again, fucking crushing it in that role.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, this is this was my this is like I said, this is my scene for being introduced to everybody else. It should have been the scene um and it loses weight like, they fucking they, honestly they do him dirty in this show from here on out uh, until the like scenes where he's with wanda but every scene where he's alone they do him dirty man because it's like it should have emotional weight and it's like oh we stripped that from you earlier for rambo great and we'll strip it from you later because of kat dennings great like I, I hate that man, because he's obviously doing he's fucking killing it, man. Yeah, he he I he hate when you it. see that. But yeah, that was a great scene. Um and uh cat denning standing up for him is kind of like weird, but I guess it makes sense. Also,
0: he's falling apart. Save him, he's falling apart. And, and by the way, the visual representation of like him being like sucked back into the Nexus is also eerily similar to the House of M like illustrations, which is another reason why people are like, Oh, it's House of M, it's House of M, it's House of M. But um, but Bob, what did you think of this episode? We had a lot of craziness going on—the the the Halloween theme, Vision getting sucked back in.
1: It's not even just that. The heart to heart she had with Pietro, while the boys went off on their own to go trick or treating. Oh, yeah, he turns into a corpse. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's just th- this whole scene. Um, this whole episode for me was just that cementing of. Yeah, there's
0: no Mephisto this is all Wanda so for those of you who also didn't catch this at the time there was a lot of heavy internet speculation that Mephisto would be making his debut in the MCU and that he would be the one uh either manipulating Wanda or really being the true big bad villain of this one which the internet kind of went a little crazy with and spoilers ahead it wasn't Mephisto um not that we won't still get Mephisto in the MCU, but it's not Mephisto. So yeah, if you see j- jokes about that in the future. Um, sorry, Bobbitt, I know you're trying to say something. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm sorry, Bobbitt.
2: I was just going to get my thoughts of this episode. Um, I, um, I really liked it. I, I love Vision's character. And I swear to God, the commercial in the next episode had me dying laughing for 30 minutes straight.
0: Commercial for the next episode. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the other thing I did. Was yeah, I, yeah. The, the, the fuck th- is not effects. <laughs> yeah. I, I we'll, we'll get to that one. Um, the other thing I did note was I did love when Pietro sure. and Wanda were talking. There was two particular lines that made me chuckle. The first was, of course, "Where's your accent? Where's yours?" It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, she lost it. The second is, um, it's not like your dead husband can die twice. And her shooting him off like that. So it's, it's, it was interesting. Because even she, you could tell, was trying to like figure out like... Well, Where the fuck did Pietro come from? No, no, that's first of
3: all, were, were they married? Not legally. And were they together for more than three weeks? Who? Vision and Wanda.
0: It, so it's, it's implied in this that they were together for a while, like since the events of Avengers Endgame and then Civil War. Or, excuse me, uh, Age of Ultron and Civil War. I think Methinks.
1: <laughs> anyway. Moving on to episode this is why they They've been together for at least a year and a half, maybe yeah. more.
3: Yeah. Strong enough bond to basically be married, that right? Or like is like,
0: you know. That Mind yeah. Stone can do some freaky shit. Uh, episode 7 is Breaking Down the Fourth Wall, or Breaking the Fourth Wall, excuse me. We're now in a mid to late 2000s settings as Maximoff decides to have a day to herself and Agnes agrees to babysit Tommy and Billy. Maximoff sees various parts of her house constantly changing and is unable to control them. Vision wakes up to find the sword agents inside the boundary are now members of a circus and he releases Darcy from the spell and she tells Vision about his death and the events that led to the current situation. Outside of West you Maria Rambeau and Jimmy Wu meet with loyal sword personnel and obtain a vehicle designed to of course cross the barrier but when the tactic proves unsuccessful Maria decides to enter in herself despite warnings that it could alter her DNA and uh, not sure what the hell is going to happen to her she passes through the static wall and emerges with seemingly heightened vision uh, no pun intended uh, Maria confronts Wanda again but Agnes tells Maria Rambeau to leave and takes Wanda to her house Wanda looks for the boys in the basement and discovers a bizarre strange lair agnes introduces herself as a witch named agatha harkness and reveals that she has been disrupting maximoff's lives including sending an imposter pietro and killing sparky much to a very catchy tune of it was agatha all along (laughs) that blew up so much that song um so much and rightfully so uh it's so fucking catchy um so, this was, is where it, it
1: sunk its teeth into me and would not let go. This
0: episode, because it's like, finally, my fucking God. There is only one thing. Okay. There's one thing I'm a little iffy about. Uh, there's and, a and couple I think, things. I think me and Basement are on the so same I, page.
3: Yeah, I, I'm almost guaranteeing it 100%. Photon go ahead. is born. Oh what Who
0: the fuck in is in photo? the comics? Maria Rambeau is oh yeah this this
3: it, this is one of the two things, but this is one of the major things because it's stupid as fuck. So it doesn't
0: make any sense. No no well hold hear me out. So Captain Marvel was create her powers were generated from a from an Infinity Stone right. Mm-hmm. So was Wanda's essentially uh, is heightened and we really don't know the effects of chaos magic per se uh even when we get to dr strange we don't really know the full effects of chaos magic hell even in this show we don't know the full effects of chaos magic at the end so i can sort of buy it
3: well, i but... can't buy how the car the the one million dollar fucking nasa vehicle couldn't get through but so you can just walk through
0: so there's a couple of theories, but that, that's a whole other video for another day.
3: I mean, they do say it's like uh, uh, it's fighting against its mass or something like that. But, like if a car with the horsepower it has can't get through, how can?
0: But here's be? the here's the problem that I have with it, and, and there's there's, an easy, there's an easy with with Maria, and there's an, there's a lazy way to explain it. But at first, I'm like, oh yeah, she passes through this, you know, the the, the barrier, and she gets, you know, this change. But if that's the case, how many people yeah, went it, through the barrier when I, mean, she- I, I think it's a back and forth
3: that she did. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. Well, because they're like it's, it's, one it's one into your things. DNA. You've it's gone through it like things. multiple
0: times. It's either the fact that she went through a second time or she's a mutant.
3: Yeah, and it's just uh, uh like an ability that was like
0: brought a life
3: brought to life by that. I mean, the mutant thing makes a bit more sense for me. Um, I, I just, like, I, I fucking hate her character, to be honest. <laughs> well, I
0: guess you at can't this wait point, to watch the Marvel, point, then.
3: At this point, she disappears. And she's no longer a character of any worth. Yeah, except for, like, one scene later, stupid as shit. But... <laughs> yeah. It's like if I her character doesn't really Who blocks a bullet like that. Her, first of all, her character doesn't really make a lot of logical sense. Like I could not imagine a person to be her unless they were at an IQ of 17.
0: Well, <laughs> what so the 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 reveal of Agatha Harkness, I think a lot of people saw coming a mile away.
3: Uh I didn't I don't I'm not familiar with the character, but I knew it was going to happen anyway. Because of, I was Spoilers. spoiled, Yep. but I I enjoyed it.
1: Honestly, I was not expecting her to be Agatha, but the fact that it was her, she's like, oh god, so perfect. Yeah, so I mean, perfect. Catherine
0: Catherine Hahn is a phenomenal actress, and so to have her be the the, the essentially the villain in essence, even though. She was. Wanda's the villain. She's a she's a sub villain in a way. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, she she's probably she's worse. But why is she there?
0: Has she been following? She's there fucking take Wanda? No, She's there
1: to take she's Wanda's power. she was following the magic. Yeah.
0: She, oh, okay. She, so I was
3: just like curious as to like how she ended up. She in this she ex- she
0: explains in the second in the next episode, which we'll get to, that she's like, you did all this, and it's like this is. Fucking unreal! I need to know where how you're doing this so I can take your power.
3: Oh, the, the worst part of this episode, and one of the worst parts of the show, happens when Paul Bettany as Vision and Kat Dennings are driving, and she just glosses over what should be a very big emotional moment for a character that doesn't know why they're there.
0: Well, it's played off as like a joke i don't think so i i i i I respectfully disagree i think that like yes they gloss over a shit ton of stuff because they kind of have to but the have to well what do they have to i mean not everything i'm saying is is that the big part of like yeah there there was a little bit of jokiness to it i'll give you i i i I give you that but like the the the, the The whole
3: like barricade and kids walking by everything was yeah the emotional I, weight of that team was cut off by the fucking tomfoolery th- in front of yeah
0: them. but but the idea that like yeah the, the tomfoolery was sprinkled too much in there i'll give you that much but but he took away the the weight of the brevity of like oh my god wanda went through some fucking shit and really when you sit down the one thing i will say about this show is that it, it made me like sit back and go like holy fuck she did go like she has the worst PTSD than any other Avenger I could possibly think of.
3: Well, I mean, the, 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 the reason I love, I actually, I don't love it. I like this show. as the, uh, the best thing in phase four is because of the way they eventually handle that. And, and they're gearing up to it. Uh, I didn't like the fact that they kind of like, th- this is when I say when they did Paul Bettany a bit dirty, because he's obviously proved that he can fucking handle it acting wise. And I just, Kat Dennings and him, I didn't get it. It it, it wasn't, they, it, it's passed off as something that's like, if your whole fucking thing was like, what's happening to me and who am I? And it's like, well, you were killed by Ultron and then you were brought back and killed again. So I died twice. That's it?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, again, they had to like, I, I I get why they had to like this, condense it. I them. actually
3: feel like this show would be better with a fucking Rambo in it because they could have spent more time on things that mattered.
0: Plus, I think she just met her in that.
3: the end, at all.
0: They had, they had to explain why Maria or how Maria got her powers. The other thing I want to note is that they did have a commercial, like Bobbitt was mentioning earlier, for uh, Nexus antidepressants. And the reason that but that's a little bit of a dangerous. wink and nod is because in the comics, Wanda is considered to be a Nexus level being, which is a being that is immensely powerful, similar to along the lines of like the Phoenix and Magneto and uh, characters that have uh powers that are so high scale and so through the roof that they can do all sorts of crazy insane shit so when it's like oh Texas, um interesting <laughs> side effects might include depression <laughs> yeah basically lots of loved ones <laughs> I'm like what the fuck so yeah i agree with baba what did you think of this episode with the uh the reveal of agatha it was agatha all along and do you think the song was catchy
2: yeah, I I really like that song, and this was kind of spoiled for me because of the whole Phase Five lineup, and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and uh, but uh, yeah, I her her is Agatha. I think she's gonna be a damn good per- fit for that role, mm-hmm. and uh, I agree with the basement. Paul Paul Bettany did get kind of shafted here, especially with uh, Cat Dennings. And uh, overall, oh, no, just liked it. And also, more depression. Yeah,
3: more depression for a man. I, I gotta say, like the best part of that whole fucking thing with uh, Agatha, t- 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 she's just like, yes. And I killed
0: Sparky. <laughs> and I killed Sparky too. Is the last line. It the no, I, I, is I actually
3: fucking I actually fucking laughed at that.
0: And I killed Sparky too. <laughs>
3: Yeah. i'm like oh my um,
0: heather you said that this was the episode that like <laughs> sunk its teeth into you like and you're talking about like this like okay finally now i'm invested is that what you kind of mean yes okay.
1: now now we got the true the true villain yep. for this show and you can and looking back through that song how she was involved in everything that went wrong she's like fucking hell now it makes sense Then you get the
0: walkthrough of Wanda's past life. Exactly. In episode eight, which is previously on, we get not only Wanda's life, but we get a little bit of Agatha's as well. As we are cut to Salem in 1693, a coven of witches led by Harkness's mother, Evanora, which I didn't even know was her name, uh, attempted to execute Harkness's, uh, Harkness for practicing dark magic, but she drains their life forces. We're cut to present time, where Agatha demands to know how Wanda is controlling Westview and forces Wanda to relieve, uh, to relive, excuse me, relieve. Pfft, uh, relieve herself uh, to relive key memories. Harkness learns that Wanda uh, has had magical abilities since she was a child which were then amplified by the Mind Stone as she was always enjoying sitcoms. After the blip, Wanda visited Soar to recover Vision's body, but Hayward refused to let her bury him. Unable to feel any life in Vision whatsoever, she drove to a lot in Westview that he had bought for her before his death so they could live there together. And of course, in a fit of rage and grief, she's able to manage manifest a house on the lot and a new version of vision and extend the hex across the entire town. Harkness concludes that Maximoff possesses a legendary form called chaos magic. And of course dubs her as the Scarlet Witch. In the mid credit scene, we also see that Hayward is able to finally have reassembled the vision pieces and creates a now all white version of vision assembled with his original body. So this is the penultimate episode and this is where finally everything like everything is pretty much laid out. We ha- we know everything from beginning to end. We know thing- where things left off um from end game and more importantly, we get the single greatest written line in this entire fucking show. No no takers. Baseman.
3: I don't know if it's the greatest line written in the show i think the greatest line happens in the finale but
0: what is grief but love persevering oh
3: yeah oh, never mind that's the line i'm thinking of. What did you think it was? i oh, thought yes. it happened no i thought it happened in the finale for some reason no
0: no no no, no. that was that was the it was the re, it was the um it was when she would go back to i i do like that you know and again for context purposes when marvel did not own the rights to the mutants one of the things that they you know two characters that were kind of in Limbo was Pietro and Wanda Maxima because they are both Avengers and X-Men. So basically the X-Men or Fox at the time let them use Wanda and Pietro so long as they didn't refer to her as a mutant or the Scarlet Witch. And so what this did was it sort of kind of rewrote her backstory a little bit, but now that Disney slash Marvel owns the rights to uh, all those franchises, they can now officially call her the Scarlet Witch because that's what she is. Um... I personally really like her ba- I like the, the the origin story that they gave her, where it's like I.
3: I think this might be my favorite episode of the show. Yep.
0: Yeah, it explains the sitcoms obviously, and, um, you know, it, it just it, it 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 to me. I don't say perfectly, but as close to perfectly ties everything up. Up to this point, as much as humanly possible.
3: Well, I I looked at like some things online, and people are like, "Oh, okay, she lost the vision, so she goes berserk." Man, she lost everything. (laughs) She
0: lost her parents. Her brother. Lost her country.
3: (laughs) For the most part, (laughs) like Jesus Christ. Lost her brother. Lost her parents. Lost her country. Lost her first lover. I guess after that, and uh, I mean, if that doesn't drive you crazy, what the fuck would? Let's be real. And I mean, it
0: turns her a little sympathetic. Not Even though she's doing something
3: terrible, uh, you, you can like empathize with her or or sympathize with her. I guess also the, the fact
1: term. that she was very young when her parents were taken from her, so she never was really taught how to properly grieve. Yeah, but she was she was uh fucking um,
3: militarized, right, or like you know radicalized because yes. they were part of that radical group and. Yep. Her life is terrible, is all I'm going to say. (laughs) And, like, I mean, it doesn't give her an excuse for what she does, but, like, at least she kind of played on it. I mean, when when I say, like, she's the bad guy, I need to say that because I hate the way that they treat the end of the show. But um, this episode was fucking great. It has, the backstory is great. I love the way they do it. With uh, Agatha Harkness like walking her through doors of her past. Yes,
0: I did love the 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 narrative that they were doing to to, to cast everything through. I think that was also very clever because it ties into what Agatha's purpose is. Agatha's there to she wants the powers that the Scarlet Witch has with chaos magic and realizes it's like man, there's just shit fucking leagues above whatever I said, and she's trying to like figure out how the fuck this happened so she can maybe tap into that power. So it. It is, It is. yeah, I'd say this is my favorite episode. I do feel like my,
3: the biggest nagging question I had throughout this whole show, like, why sitcoms? Why this, why that? It is answered here, and it's answered enough for me to accept it. Yep. Um, which is good on them for doing it. I know it's just, like, they, they, they give it more than just, like, a two-second scene. They give it, like, the family nestling down to watch this, and the bomb goes off, and, uh, I mean... it yeah, yeah, it, it, it kind of lets it settle in, yeah. instead of it just being like, yeah, they used to like movies, and this is why, or TV shows, and this is why. It's more like the experience of the family that, she, after that, it, it never happened.
0: There was, also- And it even
3: shows later that she's watching newer sitcoms. I don't yeah. know if this is this episode or the next one, but she is watching newer sitcoms, so That's that kind of, like... Her her, uh, her love of sitcoms kind of like sticks with her as like I guess memory yep. of, of her family or whatever. So like I mean I can't hate that they did it because they do tie it in, and I'm still on the fence whether I'd rather it be this way or the other. This way has a lot more style. I'll the, the, give them that.
0: The other subtle thing before I throw it to Heather real quick. The other subtle thing that I personally liked about the way they explored Wanda's um, uh past. If you notice, no one spoke during the moment. Like, yeah, the, Agatha and, and and Wanda would talk after the event happened, but they let the the scene play itself, mm-hmm. which I thought was I, I huge. And I don't think that's that's as, as appreciated as much. You know what I mean?
3: I mean, th- th- this is a good sign for anything that they'll do with the X Men because the X Men there's a lot of tragedy in that story, and they need oh, yeah. to let like. They Jesus. need to let, like, a scene's action speak for itself instead of, like, Telling over-narrating or, yeah. or taking over. When yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, your audience isn't dumb, like, we're not three years old, and nobody's watching this at three years old. Yeah. So let, let like, this just fucking, don't tell us, show us. And like I said that right. before when we were talking about Endgame. Um and uh Frank was on, and we we're talking about the uh whole scene with Hawkeye and um Black Widow, and I'm like it would have had more weight if they showed us that relationship instead of told us that relationship, and i that that's just the honest God's truth for anything you're ever gonna see on film
0: so uh Heather, what do you think about this episode?
1: This was one of the better episodes again because of the fact that it's explaining everything for us and answering questions that we had from the very fucking beginning of this fucking series but I also love that this shows cause this harkens back to like episode 3 where Harlow shows the doctored video of Wanda destroying the lab and kid- and kidnapping Vision's body
0: yes that's right
1: versus mm-hmm. what actually happened at that yes. time where she
0: went up and spoke with him directly. Hayward lied to everybody and said that Wanda stole Vision's body when that's actually not the case. I mean, they're doing their best
3: to make her not the villain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But I, I also agree with you. I love
1: that scene too. Actually, uh, it, it gets more towards her sympathizing her and pushing it more towards Agatha is actually the evil one. Well, well, I love the fact that like a broken mind can do terrible things. Right.
3: Yep. Which is why I I fucking love the depth of this show versus
1: everything else I've seen in Phase 4.
0: Uh, Bob, what did you, what'd you think of that? But-
1: I still say Turtles is better than this. Oh, I haven't seen it yet.
0: Well, we'll get there. Bobbit, what did you think of this one? This episode?
1: This is probably my favorite
2: one because of the whole backstory of uh, Wanda and Pietro and... Like, when they were sitting down watching the Dick Van Dyke show and the ball went off, that legitimately scared me because I didn't expect that to happen. That was done and, very uh,
3: well, I will say.
2: <laughs> yeah. I love, and like you said, basement. I love how they just let it play out. They didn't try to explain shit to us because we, we you know, we could see what's going on without them telling us what's going on. Right. And, uh. I think this had the best storytelling out of all the episodes leading up to this so far.
3: Correct me if I'm wrong, but we've already been alluded to the fact that why they were radicalized. Oh, Stark, this is why they hated Stark because the Stark bomb landed and never went off. And this kind of changes that to be like you stopped it from going off. It wasn't defective and it's still kind of up in the air. Yes. But I love leaving it ambiguous yeah they Personally. wove
0: in between where they had to like limit themselves because of the whole scarlet witch co- you know trademark mm-hmm. shit and all that they they man they fu- whoever wrote that was like fucking i i gotta give them props for that
3: yeah i mean the, the thing is the writing in this show is it, it it goes between me not liking it and me loving it <laughs>
0: is known, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> I can't say that for any other thing that happened in Phase 4. I don't love the writing in oh, anything else in Phase 4. Falcon and Winter Soldier, two on the nose, and two low-hanging fruit. We'll get, we'll this get was about grief. And uh, and they do grief pretty as good as I can expect for Marvel.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, So finally, we get to... The series finale, the final, literally the episode's called the series finale. So Agatha Harkness attempts to take Wanda Maximoff's chaos magic, but is interrupted by the white reassembled and reanimated Vision who attacks Wanda, revealing SWORD director Tyler Hayward's orders to eliminate her. He is, of course, foiled by the version of Vision, say that three times fast, created by Wanda, who fights with white Vision across Westview while Harkness continues to attack Wanda. Excuse me. Uh, Agatha frees the residents of Westview from Maximoff's spell. It's trapped them in the sitcom personas and they plead with Wanda to let them leave Wanda begins to open the barrier to allow the residents to escape but her vision and their sons Billy and Tommy begin to disintegrate right in front of her she closes the barrier again but not before Hayward enters in with multiple SWORD personnel Monica Rambeau review, uh, removes a magical necklace from Pietro Maximoff realizing him from uh, sorry releasing him from uh, Hagatha's control and revealing his true identity as Ralph Boner Wanda attempts to overpower uh, Agatha with illusions of her past, but Harkness gains control and overpowers Wanda using her newly developed powers. Maria saves Billy and Tommy from Hayward, who is, of course, detained by Darcy Lewis. Again, who the fuck blocks a bullet this way? Whatever. Um, Wanda she didn't even know she could do it that way. I, that's like, the other part that baffles her.
3: So like fuck.
0: Wanda's Vision helps unlock the White Vision's memories and later departs Westview altogether. Agatha takes Maximoff's magic but does not realize that Maximoff has created magical runes around the barrier to prevent Agatha from using her own magic. Wanda then reclaims all of her magic, becomes the Scarlet Witch, and traps Agatha as the sitcom persona, Agnes, and takes her family home as she collapses the barrier. A barrier, Wanda and Vision puts their sons to bed and say goodbye before Vision, the boys, and the house all disappear. Faced with the Westview residents that she has armed, Wanda takes peace or makes peace with Monica or Maria Rambeau and goes into hiding. Uh, we'll save the mid and post credit scenes for a second, but um, so this is the big
3: fight. Oh, this is great. the big
0: superhero fight for the, everything.
3: I finally heard the Boston come out.
0: Yeah, I know, right? The, ah. <laughs> the barrier. The barrier. <laughs> <laughs> slips out every once in a while. Um, yeah,
3: it's no
0: problem with that. The... The, the fight sequences were. The fight sequences with visions actually were my favorites but compared to Wanda versus Agatha. But I also did love. Wanda coming with the self realization of what the fuck she actually did. Now, I don't know if it was. She was in denial or she legitimately didn't know what she was doing. But either way, the, the, the acting of it was just great.
3: The, yeah, she, she fucking kills it, to be honest. And, and she kills it in. Doctor Strange
0: too, and Sparky. Yeah, <laughs> um,
3: Sparky. he was never real. I anyway.
0: did love, I actually loved Vision versus Vision's fights for so many reasons, specifically how they the, their their dialogue, and then of course the ship of feet Th- of Theseus um, philosophical debate, which was, yeah. I, I, it was yeah. intriguing to me. I, I actually really like that where it's like they're trying to like stump each other with a fucking yeah. paradox.
3: He hits him with like, what if they're both true?
0: Um, so like, oh god, it's malpunctuation. <laughs> but, but but I will say that like a big a big question that a lot of people are asking now because spoiler alert, we have not seen nor heard nor hair nor hide of White Vision since this.
3: This, this is kind of what like angered me in this because he te- he, he kind of like from my understanding of this scene, he kind of like gets he becomes Vision. Yes. And he's like, all right. I must leave this planet.
0: <laughs> <Just fucking laughs> I must go. My <laughs> planet needs me. <laughs> yeah.
3: So I guess, like, the, what did he get from Vision? I guess he got none of his, like, emotional connection to anything so or, like, connection to anything. The, the, just, like, the, knowledge The, the or way something? I
0: interpreted it was that the white Vision was basically just—it was Vision, just minus any emotions or memories. Now he has what? the memories.
3: Isn't it, isn't it Vision— remember, like, they're like, oh, we can... Right? What they were trying to do in Wakanda with Vision, before Vision got killed. Yeah,
0: re- remove the Mind Stone from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if he gets
3: memories, and his answer is to fucking fly away, so and then disappear forever.
0: My theory is that he's going to go to Wakanda. Forever. So, maybe we'll see him in the new Black Panther movie. I don't know, but just saying this, as of this recording, there has been no mention or no hint, or no anything of White Vision since this came out last year?
3: Can't they come up with a better name? What? I mean, White Vision. It's kind of like... It's <laughs> all right, so... It's offending me.
0: <laughs> oh, by the way, I, I mentioned this earlier to... I think, I think I mentioned this before we got on the call, on the stream here. Color. One, one of the things... <laughs> One of the things that I loved was right before this, a couple of weeks before this episode aired, Paul Bettany did an interview where he basically said, "Oh, I get to do this. I can I get to work with an actor who I've always wanted to work with before. He's a he's a treasure. He's a class act." Which, of course, again sent the internet into a tizzy and in a in a frenzy, thinking it's going to be a major cameo along the lines of you know uh, Professor X or Magneto because Magneto is you know in the comics in one of the versions of the comics, Magneto was the father of Wanda. Um, and it turns out just to be fucking Paul bettany and himself. Just <laughs> makes me love Paul Bettany that much more.
3: He deserves it. Yeah. I remember like, the story of him wanted to fucking quit acting, and then he got this. So
0: yeah, um, th- This also makes me... This basically turns Wanda into a sympathetic villain. He is a sympathetic
3: villain. I mean, though her villainy should not be... like th- This is kind of why I hate the way this this show ends. Um... She 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 just will let go. <laughs> Which, she what? she's
0: she just let go. Oh what, of the of the people?
3: No, she just is let wish. go. She no, the, 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 no government entity is even like, well, maybe she shouldn't leave if she's unhinged and fucking enslaving people. Nope, go live in the mountains with a book.
0: We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, what about what about you heather
1: i did this episode did it for me i liked A- agatha and wanda's fight more than visions and visions fight <laughs> just sure. because it's sporadic and all over the place and it just ends with them talking just like oh both do that's kind of anticlimactic,
0: but it fits uh,
3: I am glad of that because this shouldn't have ended with Skybeam.
0: I think that fits. Or, yeah, like
3: yeah, it should have ended with talking, right?
0: Because that's in my mind If yeah, they're both the same. Is. But yeah, not different, naturally.
3: I mean she fucking turns her into a fucking Karen from next door. Which is
0: That is that is basically what he does to to, okay. to
3: yeah. Um, it's, it's the worst thing you could have done to her character, outside of killing her.
0: Pers- I mean, basically, per- personally, personally, I'm 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 a bit on the fence with what happens at the end of Wanda at this point before we get to see the, the end credit scene, um, because on one hand, it's like, what did she really do? All she just did was take Agatha's powers or take her powers back and embraced herself as being the Scarlet Witch, which. Okay, she was kind of like denying it the last two episodes, like I'm not a witch, I'm not this, blah blah blah, and then she embraces it. But it's just like okay, so she's now no longer Wanda. She is the Scarlet Witch. She's embracing this like new identity, uh, which, as you heard, um, Agatha mentioned that there's an entire chapter of her devoted into the Darkhold, which is the Book of the Damned, and says that she her powers exceed even that of the Sorcerer Supreme. Nod, nod, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Doctor Strange. But, Might as well cut his dick off right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that's what happened. But um, <laughs> spoilers. Uh, I don't know. Like On one hand, cool. She's embracing this and we, we learn how much she's actually suffered through. I don't know. But I feel like the Agatha Wanda fight was just like. I didn't like eh?
3: the last episode that much. I mean. I enjoyed. I thought the eighth episode, or the eighth, right? The eighth episode was easily the best.
1: Everything out,
3: and I would actually put the like the, a couple of the earlier episodes above the last one. I hate it's just like when it comes like half of this fucking is just CGI fucking fighting in space, throwing fireballs at each other, and it's like boring to me. I enjoyed the conversations between the two, but the fight is like, uh, how many times do you have to see fucking people? So it, beating also, each other.
1: it also showcased how fast of a learner Wanda is because of the fact that she threw up the runes in the sky, preventing Agatha from using uh, her powers.
3: That I actually very much enjoyed because I was watching the fight and she's like throwing balls, fireballs, or fucking magic balls, and missing half the time because yep. you know she's making those ruins right? Yep. I actually enjoyed that uh, twist on it, um, but like the fight scenes...
0: Clever girl.
3: They ain't great, that. Just- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, especially like with I said, the, I like the kids. I like the, the fucking kids I like, get into it. it I like the Vision me.
0: ones more than I like the, the 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 Agatha. But
3: I felt the fighting between Vision and Vision is actually more intriguing because of the powers and the 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 laser beam from the head and the going inside of each other's body.
0: By the way, a lot of people uh, also bitched and moaned. They're like, because there's a scene where. um Vision – white Vision gets behind the other Vision tries to go for his Mind Stone, basically. I know it's not the real thing, but – and he goes, I know that, and he just phases through them. And everyone's like, why didn't he do that with fucking Thanos? Yeah. To which I answer, don't forget he was still heavily damaged from whatever that thing that was he was pierced with at the beginning of Infinity War, so he couldn't, like, phase or change his appearance. But a lot of people – I, I was just I, laughing because I, a lot I of people think like Thanos could
3: have stopped anything he was going to do with the fucking Infinity Gauntlet.
0: But, but I just laughed because there was a meme going on. You know the Kevin Hart was like and a lot of people <laughs> are like, why did he do that with Thanos? But just a fun little joke. Um, Bobby, what did you think of the the final episode here?
2: Uh, I didn't like it as much as hit eight, And uh, I'm curious to see where Agatha is going to have like well we know that this she returns in phase 5 but i'm curious to see how they're going to do that based off of what happens here and uh, uh the vision white vision fight i thought was pretty cool um i'm curious to see where, how white vision is going to fit into the whole mcu now cuz he pretty much is fucked off at this point
0: mm-hmm. yep that's basically it and uh <clears throat>
2: And I think you you brought up the whole vision going through white vision and the whole Thanos thing, yep, isn't that because he did that because he's he wasn't really a human, he was more of a being that came from wanda in the show Uh, i mean we
3: saw he could phase through walls and stuff like that and basically make himself like yeah the the argument was
0: that during the fight white vision got behind regular vision it was attempting to remove what it's not really the mind stone but essentially his version of the mind stone because it's not real but you know as his power source that vision phased through white vision and then the fight continued and a lot of people online were like what the fuck? Why didn't Vision, do, like the the real Vision, do that when Thanos was gonna take the Mind Stone out of him at the at, you know towards the end of Infinity War? But at the beginning of Infinity inevitable. War, he was stabbed with well, from members of the Black Order, which like fended prevented his phasing and stuff. Which is the only argument I can make because listen, I mean, I feel like
3: there's no there's the other side has no real argument considering he can turn back time a trillion to, forever. Like there there's eventually you're gonna get there, Dormammu.
0: Well, I challenge you. Come to bargain.
3: So to uh, eventually, and so, he's so, also fucked up. So I don't think I don't, that that's a huge nitpick for that. A, I mean, I'm taking
0: it as much as I can. So, um, uh, what about Rambo, the oh, best character? We're getting there. So in a mid-credit scene, Hayward is arrested while Maria Rambo is informed by none other than a scroll disguised as an FBI agent that a friend of her mother, Maria, wants to meet her up in space um so this is probably presuming that we're going to be leading to uh, secret invasion which will be coming out in phase five very soon uh plus we did see you know Nick Fury up in a space outfit or uh, space station with Skrulls uh and of course the big one is the post-credit scene where we see that a uh that Wanda Maximoff is off in a uh, cabin a remote cabin far into the woods seemingly just enjoying herself a good old cup of tea but nope She's actually in, uh, in the back room practicing and reading through the entire dark hole when she hears Billy and Tommy crying for her as the screen fades to black, ending One Division.
3: In, in what world is she not fucking taking it to custody <laughs> in some way? Like, it just let her go? She fucking did terrible
0: things. Well, I mean, and how, also, how like, they, gonna, they, they didn't have a way to, like, trace her.
3: She. They let her. Yeah, the whole fucking my, sword team let her walk back to her house.
0: Yeah, they were. They were to, to await the death of everybody away. If
2: they, if they arrested her, she would have bro- broken out anyway. Yeah, they really I know. Did, 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 but they've did. also they also tried to fucking shoot her and kill her all the
3: time in this fucking show, and to no avail. Obviously, to be fair.
0: They did detain her in Civil War at the end. So I mean, it's not like it's impossible. I don't fucking know.
3: I just like I hate the like it's so it, it hurts the show because she's she should have been like I would have preferred if she was detained and got out of detainment for Doctor Strange
0: instead of just being like here I am with my orchids fuck that shit Well, I think like, the, what big, the, the big fuck? reveal being like oh she's got the dark hole now it's like oh she's maybe she'll reform her ways it's like nope she's fucking going completely off the deep end at this point.
3: Man, I, I would have preferred her being in like – like the thing is the character has suffered so much. You want to see like – Redemption. If the, no. <laughs> uh, no. In, this, in this show, I think she should have en- ended up suffering more if they're going to go where she, they go with her. No, you got to think about it. No,
0: no, I, I – Where I just, they go just, with I
3: her character makes more sense I, than I, her I'm to – like like the, the – the, the, the end, everything that happens here when they don't hold her accountable for what she's done actually undermines the weight.
0: Like Gina said it, it's like, didn't she already go through that? No, no, I, I get what you're saying. I'm just laughing at it. It's like, hear me out. She should suffer more.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's she's not real. Fuck it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, in the day,
1: also, yes, they hold her captive in Civil War.
0: However, she was not as powerful as she right. is. I was about to say, there's, there's that aspect to it too. Uh, Heather, what do you think of the post credit scenes and, uh, you know, uh, future going into you know with this with this whole thing of oh now Wanda's got the dark hole so more shit's gonna hit the fan.
1: Yeah, more
0: shit's gonna hit the fan. She's gonna be even more fucked up, and that just leads us right into Doctor Strange 2 Yep, which Feige, Daddy Feige confirmed. Um, another thing to note, and this is something that I I've, I think I I talked a little bit about on No Bucks Given, and I didn't want to spoil too much before we got to this point. But remember, we were talking basement about, or actually, I think we're doing this off the air. Uh, about how we were going to introduce mutants and the X-Men in the MCU, Mm -hmm. the end scene where Wanda is walking through the Westview residence after everything happens and the looks that they gave her, that is what I think should have been a starting point. And that is where I think things should begin as far as the hatred towards powered beings or like mutants or stuff like that. Because that's where I thought they were going to do it. It's like, oh, they're planting seeds for mutant hatred with with this going into the future you know what i mean i mean we're
3: gonna have to accept that they're not gonna go back in time they I, can't. Like, well yeah, they know. can do anything they want apparently but like we'll see how it plays out and we'll see how we we think about it um what was the uh that uh the first i is it just me or does anybody else fucking hate I fucking hate the scrolls. Like, I you don't care about that shit at all.
0: The scrolls are underplayed. Green I th- I, people, I a think, bunch of
3: green people.
0: Great. Well, the scrolls have a very powerful ability in terms of the shape shifting, but they are so far in the MCU heavily underplayed. There, there is a <laughs> lot.
3: Uh, they that... seem so like Star Trekky to
1: me that I can't. They, uh, they're. They're, they're... they're kind of not. I mean, if you had finished Captain Marvel, you would have gotten more of a sense of the scrolls.
0: In that I sense, mean, I never thought I'd hear. I'd hear, you hear it. If you finish Captain I Marvel, I can't do that.
1: I'd rather go to jail for twenty years.
0: Can't say I blame you for sure. But anyway, that was Wandavision in its entirety. We covered the entire series. So, uh, would you give it a ten? What?
3: Why would you give it a ten?
0: I'm, I, goddamn it, you're reading my mind now, fucking.
3: Sorry, I'm dark, inside you, Darkhold. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take myself out of you.
0: <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> Never too late. No, no, put put it back in. Um, ooh. well, let me let me let me do me last, like I always do. I'm gonna throw it to Basement first, since he's so eager. So, are we
3: like, how are we voting these? Because it's a show versus it's, it's a, a show in its movies. entirety. But are we are we like putting Marvel shows versus shows or yeah. Marvel well, shows versus the
0: movies? Same, it's just a ranking out of ten, just for fun, anyway.
3: I know, but like it's hard for me to compare it to a movie because it's fucking well, ten well, times long.
0: Yeah, but it's it's still like in this in this case, it's just you know. Uh its I entirety. give
3: one division in its entirety a seven out of ten. I enjoyed it. There's problems with it, and it some of it's like an eight for me, but it it, it, it can't go there because there's the problems hold it back.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, Bobbitt, I'll throw it to you this time. What would you rate one division out of your overall thoughts on the show?
2: 7.5, sorry. Bob, go I'm going to agree with Basement. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. I love the little breadcrumbs that they put in throughout to, you know, to lead you to what was actually going on the entire time. And I love how it just... See, seemingly connects into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness.
0: All right. Fair enough. Heather, I know you had strong feelings towards the beginning of it. Uh, how do you <laughs> think it's like... It, uh, what's
1: that? Because it took so long yep. to actually be entertaining to me, mm-hmm. I only go as high as a five and a half.
0: Mm, middle of the road. Okay and just because it just took so long to get to the point. It
1: it, it was so hard to sit through and watch all the way up to episode. Eight.
3: I only felt that for the two, first two episodes, and then after that I kind of was able to watch it. Uh I, like I said 7.5, the, I, the acting and the portrayal of grief is the only reason I'm giving this what it is. The show itself but those two those two things escalated so much
0: for me uh, the first thing i will say this right off the bat i rewatched this because i'm going to because i'm a fuck um
3: you're a love ram
0: <laughs> sure i am uh so i rewatched this because i wanted to look for different things this time and i also wanted to experience it and see if it was gonna be any different doing a binge watch versus when I watched it week to week and like I said at the beginning it's so much better binging it in once in or you know not one sitting per se but like multiple having all the episodes together as opposed to week to week um week to week it was it was a little challenging sometimes um there is a lot to like about the series from like the acting side and certain effects, and there there are certain things that I genuinely enjoyed about Wandavision, but there are there are some parts of it that I just feel like it didn't. It's not horrible per se, but just didn't quite level up. And I'm not saying that necessarily that is the show's faults per se. I think, like I was mentioning before, the fact that this was the first. Big thing to come out from Marvel in a year, following the events, roughly, of Avengers Endgame. I know Spider-Man Far From Home, but still, for the point of semantics. On top of that, it's the first Disney Plus show. It's a long, longer one compared to the others. So there's a lot of unknown and uh, uncertain elements to it. And like I said, another big part of it was the Mephisto buildup. A lot of people thought that Mephisto would be the built-up villain to this and the, i think a primary reason besides the you know the hints in the in the shows to the comic was because they compared this to a marvel movie they compared this to like they were going to be a big bad or there was going to be some sort of big grandiose epicness to it that this wasn't this wasn't that's not what it was this was supposed to be what kevin Feige said it would be a conduit to get you from here to 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 uh, doctor strange help you understand where wanda's character's going but it's not to take away that i thought there was still quite a lot to enjoy about it specifically the acting the acting was i feel like sometimes better than it needed to be it should be yeah
3: yeah, yeah. For, for like the for what was provided script wise
0: elizabeth olsen knocked it out of the park um Catherine hahn knocked it out of the park. Um. Jimmy Bettany. Woo who doesn't love Jimmy Woo but to me at the top of the list was Paul Bettany this i mean I know this was about Wanda but fuck did Paul in my opinion Paul Bettany crushed this show like he he just I can't say enough positive things I'm going to probably go in the middle of the ground here and say I'm going to give this a 6 at a 6.5 out of 10 maybe a little bit closer to a 7 because there to me the positives mostly outweigh the negatives for me in this one. So I, I go uh, like kind of in between Baseman and Heather in this um, just because, yeah, there are some things that kind of eh, for me, but I think the other aspects of it were over overshadowed I, it, in my opinion.
3: I, I got to look at the like the ballsiness for going in a direction that they did. Very different than anything else you're going to see in the MCU, for the most part, and where they go for it. Um, It has its faults, but man, fuck. The the acting, the portrayal of grief that they do, and the fact that this might be the only thing in Phase 4 that is a bit more of an intimate viewing than the standard schlock they come out with.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But... That being said, that was WandaVision. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to us and listening to us ramble incoherently. I want to thank Bobbitt, Heather, and Basement for joining us and JP for the two seconds he was here. Um, But uh, any last-minute thoughts before we wrap up uh, this week's Marvel Roundtable?
3: I thought I was going to hate this show. I thought (laughs) you were going to hate it too, to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, I mean, uh, uh, the the mystery. I, I ended up enjoying it. Which is strange because I've hated fucking everything else. <laughs> no, I haven't hated everything else. I actually enjoyed this show, um, and I think it has to do a lot with the fact I watched it when
0: I watched it. Yep. Uh huh. Or Heather, I'm just keeping her up way too late. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, sorry. Bob, any last minute thoughts? Yeah, uh, I want to. I want to say this before we go next is
2: antidepressants side effects include feeling feelings and more depression that was it
0: feeling feelings <laughs> that was it i remember that now that was my favorite i forgot about that That was fucking hilarious it's the last thing i want yeah <laughs> 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 well that's gonna do it for this week's edition of the, this episode of the marvel roundtable join us next time right here on the marvel round table as we continue on to phase four with yet another disney plus original show but this time Only six episodes as opposed to nine, but this time we're going to go in a completely different direction as we're going to catch up with Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes and seeing how they're handling things following not only the events of Avengers Endgame, but a little bit of post-blip action and where the mantle of the Star-Spangled Warrior goes and see what's going to happen to the mantle of Captain America in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. (laughs)